Hey everyone, and welcome to Living by the Law, the podcast discussing fictional worlds and how wondrous and ridiculous they are. My name is Matt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jude Ngai. Living by the Law is not currently sponsored. If you wish to sponsor us, gather a large sum of money, invest wisely and work hard until you have enough money for the project. Build an underwater city, housing some of the greatest minds the world has ever seen. At the unveiling of the city, praise Living by the Law as the masterminds behind your great fortune. We will hear you. We always do. This episode will be discussing Bioshock 1, a game about impossible drugs, capitalism at its wildest, and a war waged deep in the impossible city, deep in the dark ocean. Warning, this episode contains spoilers for Bioshock 1, as well as some Bioshock companion materials, such as the book. So Matt, say after me, telepathy. Telepathy. You fucker. <laughs> you son of. You swear to God, I'll put Tele- you in the ground. Tele. Telepathy. Yeah. No. Okay. This is. <laughs> telepathy. No. <laughs> Max, say telepathic. Telepathic. Okay. Telepathic. Telepathy. Telepathy. Good. Telepathy. Telepathy. Fuck! Telepathy? <laughs> telepathy? Telepathy. Yes. Telepathy. Yeah, telepathy. 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 Telepathy, 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 telepathy. Fuck me. This one I just fucking like. <laughs> Yo, get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your bass, get your bass out. Get your bass out. Get the bass get out. Bass. Get, get that sea bass out. Get that sea bass out. Start slap the bass. Slap the bass. Oh man. Oh my, my, tell you what, if we want a sick beat, my computer fan's going off the fucking chart right now. Holy shit. <laughs> it's just like. We should so do like a like a beat rap to Delethopy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Some yeah. of the part of our that's podcast. the next that's the next episode is us just <laughs> rapping. <laughs> Be prepared. We're releasing it as a podcast, but secretly. Surely we freestyle it as well. <laughs> that's the outro. Like as the credits roll, you get like an alternate. Like rather than the outro music, you get like Delethopy, Delethopy, Delethopy. And no, we do. We have to do it to the podcast this episode. So. What are we doing this week, guy? I'm not joining in on this bit. Okay, that's that's a bit. Sad. This is what we, I like. We, we, we could we could do the intro like, "Welcome to Living by the Law." <laughs> Time to get this podcast off the floor. Um, Whoa! I, there's the comedy <laughs> rule of yes and, but I much prefer the rule of no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I gotta agree with you there. To be yeah. honest, talking about jo- talking about jokes that land. We we we've discovered uh, a little a little a little hole in our editing um, that you guys are missing out on. I have no um, idea what you're talking about. So he's going to cut this out. There's going to be no evidence on no. it. No, hey, if you can hear this, please don't cut it. 
just dude's, dude's, dude's cut out his jokes that have fallen flat. He's li- he's live cutting me. Yeah, dude is cutting out his live his jokes. He's I can see him writing down this part right now. He's writing down he the time zone to take a note. <laughs> he's writing down the time to cut us out. If you're hearing this, we're the freedom fighters for the time zone. <laughs> <laughs> when we do a live stream, Jude will not be able to cover his gaffes. He will say exactly. the same dumb shit as J- Matt and I. No, 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 no. I am the Mary Sue of this podcast. God Jude is not perfect. He can speak, but that's about it. He's about in your level. He's a human being. He is no god. Putting well, really crunchy ice in my drink was a bad idea. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that reminds me, I'm out of water. Yeah, Speaking of water. Is this, is this potentially our Speaking worst of water. Intro? Is this like our worst <laughs> hey, ever? Hey! Speaking of water. What are you talking about? You want to head under the sea? Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. Today, well, you gotta continue. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about rapture, not the Christian one. Not yet. Uh, today, oh. we're gonna be talking. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about uh, Bioshock. Bioshock One specifically. I'm not taking on the entire series yet. It's a bit too much for me for this exact moment. I will be taking on the Key rest. Keyword is yet. Yeah. As someone who's never played Bioshock, what's Bioshock? Bioshock is an FPS game that was created by 2K Games, located across Boston and Australia. You're the one who started this voice, don't you, La? <laughs> uh, they created Bioshock 1 in 2007, with two sequel games being Bioshock 2 and Bioshock Infinite. They kind of gave up on the numbering system there, don't know why. Um, one, two, infinite. <laughs> infinity. I mean, that's how it goes. <laughs> then next one's infinity plus one. Get him, boys. Oh, fucking... I <laughs> mathematical discussions make me angry. Um, <laughs> all of these. I think just a discussion makes you angry <laughs> because there's some things which are just debatable. No. Is infinity plus one bigger than infinity? No. Is it though? Infinity is infinite. See, this is why it makes me angry. It's a concept, not a number. Correct. Um, I agree with that opinion, but I'm saying what some people say to me, specifically my girlfriend. No. <laughs> She's wrong. <laughs> she is. I know. I'm the software engineering major. She's the one doing theater studies or whatever the fuck. Um, what are you trying to say about creatives, guys? Nothing. <laughs> just, I, I will say this. Most huh? of them are worse at maths than software engineers. I'm just going to make He's a broad just... sweeping statement. I think that's a bit of a generalization of the creative. I think it is. <laughs> and most software engineers are better at, uh, are worse at talking to human beings. Considerably. <laughs> And being confident and having creativity. I'm just a drone like- <laughs> who can do maths. Be proud of yourself. Jesus. Two, two of us are software engineers. Why are we hosting a podcast that's purely about talking about things? Yeah. That's why Jude obviously carries the charisma of the podcast his entire life. Yeah, Jude's because he's perfect. Established. <laughs> I'm, are we established? Yeah. Jude's perfect, and I am not saying this when he's holding a holding a gun to my head. I can't speak because I'm nervous. Because he's got, a, I'm a blood of stress. He's got a gun to my head. Help! Please. <laughs> <laughs> help. All I'm saying is thank you for giving me these audio nuggets, which I can like edit back over previously when you were saying oh, no. Jude is not perfect. I now have you guys saying Jude is perfect. So oh no! Oh man, I hate you so much, Jude. Jude, you're so perfect. <laughs> 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 You've seen you know, through my he's... dastardly scheme. <laughs> Jude is letting us speak freely. <laughs> <laughs> 
We will please, not please, stop praising Jude. Please, please don't come help us. We are fine. <laughs> I was actually thinking about if I could borrow my mate's vocoder and then have it like sound super roboty and keyboardy as it goes. Jude is a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All of the games are part of the same timeline series. I gotta get back to Bioshock. It's fucking impossible with you guys. Um, <laughs> so, it's a, so it's a shooter. It's a shooter. It's a first person shooter. It's a little gun game. It's a little fun gun game. It's a little gun There's game. There's Bioshock it's 1, 2, game. and Infinite. They're all part little of the game. same timeline, but unlike little some game series, Kirby, Zelda, Kingdom Hearts, I'm looking at you, um, I cannot be bothered to actually try and get... Uh, I uh, With those ones, I can't be bothered to try and get enough out of each game to make an episode because it would take me fucking years. Um, Whereas with this, there's only three games and they've all got relatively strong backstories. Bioshock 2 sort of blends in with Bioshock 1, so I'm not really going to bother with it as a first port of call, but I will do Bioshock 1 and Infinite at some point. I'll do later. So, just setting up things. Um, They have... Uh, I'm going to make it into two episodes. Timelines are distinct, relatively unconnected, so you don't really need to listen to them in order. Bioshock Infinite and Bioshock 1 sort of... They're in the same timeline, and they interact with each other in weird points. But, yeah, you don't need to listen to them in order. Um, But for this episode, we'll be covering Bioshock 1, as well as some small tidbits from multiplayer modes and interviews and other little source materials and um, loading screens, weirdly enough. Um, which seems to be my favorite part of a video. Yeah, game it seems to be a really screen. weird thing with video games, where mm. a lot of the lore comes from um, info screens. The Kirby episode, a lot of them, you have if you pause and go to like an info screen during a game, it brings up like information about your current situation. That's where like ninety percent of the lore comes from, because Kirby can't talk. <laughs> Regardless, we're gonna talk about Andrew Rianovsky or Andre Rianovsky. Andre Rianovsky. It's getting worse every time you say it. <laughs> and cut. Um, Andre <laughs> Rianovsky grew up in what today is Belarus. Uh, he suffered a number of tragedies, including fighting on the front line of World War One. Setting up the timeline, wherever that is. I'm, my brain's not good. When's so it exists on top of our own timeline. Yes. Uh, well, debatably, it's part of the same timeline. Uh, it's not. It's not. There. It is a different timeline. There is a distinct event which causes a a, a, a separation. Andrew Rian, Andrei Rianovsky is a, a a blip in the timeline. Um, he had a number of tragedies in his life, including fighting on the front lines of World War One. Very bad. Seeing his aunt and uncle killed during the war, uh, primarily for associating with his father, who opposed the rule of the Tsar and the communists. So he was anti-communist in Russia. Which, at the time, that communist system was pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna die. People died. Um, he fled to... No, he's, he's gonna die for being anti-communist. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. police state. Living by the law is pro-communist. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro-any-ist, provided they don't fucking kill people. Um, <laughs> as opposed to the rule of the Tsar and the communists. He fled to America, as his experience with the Tsar's form of um, communism had led him to a personal view that, quote, the modern world was created by great men who strove to make it the, uh, their own way. Anytime parasites, quote-unquote, gained control of the world, they destroyed it. Here, take parasites as communists. Um, or any sort of socialist government, which is pretty broad-ranging and leads to some issues further down the line. I'm not foreshadowing anything. Don't read into it. I'm reading into it. 
Um, Not at all. Essentially, he believed in an almost cruel form of capitalism where each and every person had to work for exactly as much as they earned. So no social programs, every bit, but every bit that you earned went to you. So no tax, no nothing, no government. Uh, everything would be provided by yourself, essentially. Um, okay. He was strongly against social programs and anything that gave away, no matter how much good it did. When he arrived in America, he also anglicized his name to Andrew Ryan, which is how I will be referring to him from now on, because it's easier to pronounce. Andrew Ryan. Andrew Ryan. His, Andr- his, other, his other name was so much better, though. Andre Ryanovsky. Mm, mm. I'm going to call him Andrew, but if you want to put Rini in there, then go for it. Uh, Andrew was very, very successful, obviously, America in just before World War II. He found oil on a property he owned and invested money well and was rewarded for successful business acumen with wealth and fortune. Uh, The worker-led revolutions of the America during the 30s was something that he really didn't like because it was the parasites coming to America because the worker programs essentially called into question uh, workers' rights and working hours and how people got chosen and unions and stuff like that. So I mean, who would want workers' rights? Yeah, he didn't like that, which is kind of bad. Um, He was really bitter. There's actually a really good bit in here which kind of shows his sentiment which is um, he owned a large forest as a personal retreat, um, which at one point the government tried to acquire to become national parks and to create, you know, some nice land for everyone to be around. Um, So, what do you think his rational response was? Burnt down the forest. He burnt down the forest. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. If he can't have it, no one can. Um, The final straw for uh, Andrew was uh, the bomb that shook Hiroshima. He saw it as a corruption of the ideals that he stood for, the science and determination being used not for progress, but for descru- destruction. Um, he also, of course, saw it as, like, communists using a weapon to destroy anything they couldn't have. I... What? I don't know. Wait, would you call the bomb a Bioshock? No. There's much better analogies of Bioshock further into okay. this. <laughs> but yeah, sure, if you want. <laughs> Okay. When I say the bomb was a final straw, what was that final straw for? What do you think the final straw... What, what? He caused the rapture. No, no, he had a smoothie. That was the final straw. <laughs> Both of those answers are pretty good. Um, the final straw was for him not building a giant underwater city, I guess. I don't know how this analogy works. Wait, what? <laughs> he used his entire fortune to build Rapture, a city where, quote, the artist would not fear the censor, where the scientist would not be bound by petty morality, and the great would not be constrained by the small. Uh, petty morality. This sounds like a great hero. As, I like this as hero. <laughs> any, any good hero arc, we know any good hero arc starts from moving... Moving country, changing your name, and burning down a forest. And, that's, and, that's and, the... de- and openly declaring um, that people shouldn't be bound by, quote, petty morality. <laughs> that's that's the hero's journey right there, I'm pretty <laughs> that's sure. That's, 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 that's the first three steps is move country, change name, burn down a forest. Abandon morality. Ignore morality. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hero's journey, natural. Yeah. Uh, I've written here, this can only go well. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Ryan decided the best place to build his city, you know, Australian outback, you've got the colds of Russia, you've got the, you know, American, you know, uh, dust bowls, you've got all sorts of places you could be building a nice big city. Uh, Build underwater, though. He decided to build, the best place to build it was at 63, I don't know how to read fucking coordinates, um, between Greenland and Iceland. um, Oh, that's fun. Making it only 
you know, a slight erring on the side of massive pain in the ass to get to. I did some rough calculations using Google Maps and very quick Googling. <laughs> By rough calculation, the nearest major dock is Reykjavik, which is in Iceland. I, I'm not pronouncing that right. Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> assuming a travel speed of 20 knots, which Google told me is how fast a cruise ship goes, because my I am fucking ape, and that's what my brain thinks when I think big ship. So I typed in how fast do cruise ship go, and it told me 20 knots. Um, I mean, someone tell me otherwise, then I'll listen to them. So 20 knots for 233 nautical miles is a bit over, just under, 12 hours of travel, which is the perfect place for a major construction site. <laughs> yeah. This guy was fucking off his rocker. Did, did they build like a, like, you can, you can, okay, okay. I'm just like, imagine like other rigs that built in the middle of the ocean. You build like a, you build like a floating rig and then you construct off that, right? So. And you can, then you can fly in, you can get helicopters in, you get planes in, you know? So, uh, da, 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 da. he uh, used a building platform, which he nicknamed the Sinker, um, which was lowered from the Olympian, which was Ryan's massive boat, which brought the crew and supplies to the site. So relatively speaking, yeah, he had a lot of supplies, but the size of the city that we see in the game is way bigger than could have been brought in like one, or even I'd be willing to say like two or three shiploads. Even if Yeah, but you'd ha- you can fly it in. You can fly the shit in there and that'd be much quicker. Yeah, they could, but still, it's, it's one of these things where it's like... <laughs> Sorry, I got burps. Oh my God. Oh my God. Haven't even been the drinking easy busy. Those are the best for podcasts, Ooh, right? Yeah, burpy burps. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? Who cares? Can I go home? I think Jude's falling asleep. Is Jude going to let me free? You're, you're, you're at home, guy. What are you talking about? I feel like sometimes like Jude, Jude is like the supervisor, just supervising Guy and Al's conversation. Coming in when we when he, when we step too far, or we need we need a bit of Get a kick up line. the ass. Get back in line. Or am, I, am I your handler? Is that where we're going? <laughs> you're, 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 you're the podcast handler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I'll just see him sit back, just shaking, slowly shaking his head, just sitting back as we're just discussing dumb shit. He anyway, built continue, continue the guys. underwater city of Rapture using the sinker as a base platform. Um, that's actually debated. There's a couple of different sources which say that there are different methods of building it. There's actually one place which say that there were major supporting pillars which were pre-built and then sunk. Um, but we're going off the game because that's primary canon, which says that yeah. there was a base that was sunk and they built from there. Gotta love that primary canon. Yeah. Uh, in rapture, science, industry, and art would thrive undisturbed by intervention from governments, religious institutions, or other social agencies. Which, some of which is fine. You know, art, I'm sure, would be good. Um, industry and science, I'm a little concerned about, but it can only go well. People from around the world emigrated to the hidden city during the, between the years of 1946 and 52, so post-World War II. Sparking conspiracy theories on the surface about mass disappearances that came to be known as the vanishing. Uh, Ryan's populace was composed of people Ryan viewed as the best examples of humanity. These weren't insignificant people. These were like major scientists and like artists and like big brain fellas and ladies. And he was just like, oh, yoink, 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 took them away. Did he, did he, did he kidnap them or did they come with their own people? He invited them. Um, oh. How does the secret? Okay, how does the secret not get out? If that many people were invited, how does the secret not get out? To, also, yes, I do see why he called it the rapture. That's like exactly. It's like a reverse rapture, rapture, yeah. Except instead of going up, they're going down to yeah. hell. Does that maybe just, symbolize something? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it does. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, 
we'll, we'll, that, we'll just let it sink itself. The vanishing was not unnoticed by people left on the surface, and many people end up researching the disappearances of some of the greatest minds in the world. However, most world governments brushed it off as a symptom of post-war movements, with a variety of people going off the grid for a variety of reasons, including some of the scientists and industrialists having a very good reason to not want to be found post-World War II. That's oh, kind of To be fair, I'm thinking of today. Yeah. This is like post-World War II. Post-World War II, and you've also got to consider that some of these people were involved in nuclear bombs military weapons armed forces like a bunch of things that you really don't want to stick around for post-war yeah yeah but also i feel like the military like this was the u.s military would be kind of worried if you lost all their nuclear physicists my uh, Mm. the, the way it's described is that they are almost like belligerent in ignoring it so my suspicion is that andrew ryan has somehow paid them a massive amount of money to convince them otherwise or he's got like plants higher up whatever the fucking answer is they don't in question it. It's a game. Here's here's a question. Yes. Does he a... take in like Nazi scientists as well, or do so, I just think like post World War Two? Obviously, paperclip was a big thing. There is mm. examples of them taking in people who helped Nazis. I don't know mm. if there's any specific examples of them taking in Nazis. Um, okay. So right. the one example that I have, I'm not going to get into who it is. Um, it's a person. Seriously? Seriously. A plastic bag and a plastic crinkly packet. Just do it. <laughs> Just rip the band-aid, baby. Have a chop. Do that. Yeah, rip that thing. That's going to sound terrible. I know. Is Tim Tam? Yeah, it's a whole thing of Tim Tams. Oh, why would you do that to me, buddy? <laughs> I can't eat that right now. They would melt in my goddamn hands. Oh, yeah, look at that. Some people don't know what Tim Tams are, though. Tim Tam is a delicious chocolatey biscuit so it, it's like a thin layer of chocolatey sort of goop in between two biscuits and then surrounded by just milk chocolate if you come from england it's a worse version of a penguin basically you fuck, oh you fuck, no 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 no, 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 they're way better than penguins nah, can you really tim you can't tim tam slam yeah. a penguin you can no you can't because it's can't. a tim tam That's slam legal. If you legally can't, I'm pretty sure they had a debate about penguin it. Penguin Slam, which is Oh, awesome yeah, because Penguin Slam sounds so good. Oh, it man, does. I want to do a Penguin Slam. Nah, Tim Tam Slam. Slam. I admittedly, a Penguin Dive sounds pretty good. It does. A Penguin, a penguin Slam oh, no. is bad. Penguin Dive, penguin that dive. is a really good name, That's though. pretty good, eh? That's a pretty Fuck. good name. Oh, no. Shit. Okay, quickly, reverse, guy. Quickly, go, 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 keep going. <laughs> The city So planned. continue telling us about the reverse rapture. So mm-hmm. the people researching into the people who vanished um, eventually realised one thing which held them all in common, which was the fact that they all held strong beliefs in Ryan's free market ideals. Oh, so they all believed go. in the free market that Ryan was going like, yes, come to my house and I will tell people about working for your own things. So they came to his cool city so they could work for what they earned and not have taxes, essentially. Um, that's fair. So like a, I mean, like, okay. like a way more okay. complicated version of the normal world. Yeah. Can I go? Legally speaking, yes. The city, the, the the ocean. You can't. You can't just international waters. Yeah, you can't just set up a city under the fucking ocean. Well, how do oil rigs get built? They they're like licensed. Yeah, and Ryan had so much money. But can you license something out for like ever? What the fuck? Can you buy land under the... Can you buy land under the can ocean? Can you buy land? <laughs> who can who monitors you that? Buy... <laughs> K- 
Can you can a private citizen buy an acre? Thank you, Quora. Thank you, Thank Quora, you, Quora. For it. <laughs> um, Not in the United States, but but the international law of the sea <coughs> are treated dying. Hold by on, every hold nation on. Jude's dying. No, knowing how this podcast works, that'll be cut out because you don't want to see the perfect God um, Coughing. doing no. anything wrong. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise, praise the Jude. Praise the Jude. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave it um, in just for this. This treaty does not allow any nation to claim sovereignty over international waters or oceans. Bear the floor. No, blah, blah, blah. You can, of course, float a boat in the ocean in international waters and live in that boat. Hmm. Hmm. So... <laughs> it says it says contact a lawyer about the Marantine law. <laughs> um, considering the fact, two things: one, it's post World War Two, so the world's a bit sort of fucky wucky, and everyone's a bit out of sorts. Mm. Um, plus, he also has a lot of money, which some countries would be very happy to take on a nice grant. To be yeah, and to be fair, this is like the U. The UN is new at this point yes. in the world. Um, this is again, fun. beyond that, it's eleven hours away from the nearest port. So if they just do it kind of quietly. Who the fuck is going to tell them not to? That's a good point. Who the fuck is going to tell them that you can't have a city under the ocean? Like, Who's gonna tell it's them? international waters. I'm just going to kill them. <laughs> no one comes after you in international waters. That's, that's the rule of the sea. Set up those nukes. Fuck's sake. <laughs> who, do you, who do you go to war with if the nukes come out of the ocean? We're the ocean. fighting the turtles. Poseidon, no, Poseidon. <laughs> you go to war with fucking Poseidon. Ah, Neptune stands for war. (laughs) Atlantis calls. All right, Atlantis, time to sink you even further. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. How do you like being in the sand? (laughs) Going to you're going to the fucking what's the what's the plane under the it's the the crust you're going under the crust yeah no there's the the mantle you're going down to the mantle into the mantle with you. (laughs) <laughs> Goodbye, turtles. How do you like the lava? What if we set a series of nukes in the mantle of the earth directly underneath? Wait, wouldn't that just explode everything? So is that where is that where Lava Girl comes from? <laughs> <laughs> we got Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Shark Boy comes from the ocean, and Lava Girl comes from the mantle. Nice. No, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I've never, no. I've, I've never seen that movie. No, because that means I have to watch the sequel, and I refuse to watch. It. I'll do it. I'll break my video game <laughs> curse and and take it on. I, I think you'll be broken. We'll never have a guy again if he watches that movie. I, I very much enjoy Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It's very yeah. bad. The original is great. The sequel is not. Well, what about We Can Be Heroes? That came out recently. Yeah, that's it. That's the sequel. Well, then it's not Shark Boy and Lava Girl Two. It's We Can Be Heroes. It's We Can Be Heroes, but like it's in the set in the same world. Yeah. Yeah. I've already seen it. You've seen yeah. it. Yeah. How are you alive? It's fine. It's <laughs> it's a shitty kids movie. It's not meant for deep analysis, which is what I'm gonna do to it. Exactly. That's the scary thing. Um, continuing. The city was established, people started moving in. One of the problems that they had was that the city plans did not include jobs for f- uh, future jobs for construction workers, and they would have to figure out what to do with themselves once the building projects project cease. Many workers were left uh, out of work in shit-living conditions. Hmm. Um, because they just didn't think that far ahead, and as I've established, Ryan no likey the social programs, so... And also the other alternative was to ship them back to shore, in which case they'd be like, hey... You want to hear about Atlantis? Yeah. Ryan no, couldn't true. have. 
So they just kind of get left on the street. But he's also also established Hiroshima. He doesn't like people killing for no reason. Yeah, there's all sorts of little bits and pieces. He's got to. He's got to kill. He's obviously he's a moral guy. He has standards. I don't know if he's moral. He specifically says he doesn't like morals. <laughs> but he has he he has a set of values which he stands very strongly by. You know you know what you know what a set of values that people stand by? Mm-hmm. They're called morals. <laughs> that's, that's the definition of morals. Um Ryan and the Central Council would take very little notice of the workers and mostly ignore the issue, assuming that they would find work. You know, nah, nah, we could leave the leave the peasants to themselves. Oh my God. Um, Ryan did, however, listen to one piece of advice, which was that citizens were becoming really anxious because they were isolated and there was no sunlight. So he decided to bring in a psychologist. Um, that would be fucking terrifying. Yeah, what the fuck? A psychiatrist called Sophia Lamb from the surface was invited down to Rapture by Andrew Ryan to help the citizens cope with life in the underwater city. One psychologist. One psychologist. There aren't that many. How many people? I, how many people are under the city? I have. It's 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 not specific. Let me see if Google uh, how many people. Like, is it a couple hundred? Ten? Rapture. I wrote. Thousand? I wrote most of this script at about three in the morning. Okay, twenty thousand. Oh no, no twenty thousand. No 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 no, 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 no. That's Rapture Reborn MMORPG. One okay. psychologist for twenty thousand. No, it's not. <laughs> Imagine her inbox. That's going to be horrible. Look through, answer all those emails. Mm. Fuck. Uh, Keeping track of patients? Oh, God. What's supposed to be the population size of Rapture? Bioshock. 50,000 people used to live there. That's so much worse. What the fuck? (laughs) 50,000 people. And why are you bringing in one like. He's a pragmatic guy. He's not in favor of social (laughs) services. He's more bringing her down to be like, hey. How, how can we fix this? We're going to bring in one. <laughs> I will give you one psychiatrist. <laughs> one. Uh, uh, uh. You may have a crumb. <laughs> He's a benevolent god. He is a benevolent god. I'm relating to this guy. Um, I think Jude is very much like him. I could. The I problem could with this. Lamb is that she had very uh, utilitarian beliefs in terms of we should support people, which was interesting. What? What? I'm sure you can. I'm sure you could find a psychologist that's not like. Why? You surely you can do a background check, uh, right? Partially because Lamb was like fucking exceptional. Like she was a really good psychologist, um, psychiatrist. Mm. So she better be if she's tending to fifty thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> she better have like sixteen she, heads. So, and so he only he arms. only brought down the most exceptional and the details about why he picked her are not mm. specific. Um, but. It's the fuel of the next bit of the story arc, so it's best to just accept it. Fair enough. Never. (laughs) Uh, She devoted much of her efforts to indoctrinating poorer citizens, which gave her uh, a place as a political Ryan, uh, political rival to Ryan. Rival to Ryan. Ryan. Rival. Political Ryan to rival. Ryan's rigorous rival. Uh, Her conspiring to overthrow Rapture's government philosophy eventually earned her exile. We'll get into oh, that's fun. In a minute. No, what? The authoritarian leader kicked out the people who were opposed oh, to him? Okay. What? Crazy. During the same time period, <laughs> during 1949-1951, Dr. Bridget Tenenbaum also happened in passing. Uh, so she's a very good scientist doctor. 
uh, doctor, essentially, happened to be passing through the docks in Neptune's Bounty, which is the ports and fishing docks, when she noticed an individual whose hands she knew to be paralysed in the war playing catch. Dun, dun, dun! Seems odd. Does it not? Hmm. Now... He's got a robo-head. Easy soul. Every fucking piece of lore that I get into is stupid because I'll always stumble across, like, one thing that I'm like, yeah, somebody on the creative team is really fucking happy with themselves with this one. How do you think this this lovely young man's hand got fixed? Oh, fuck. It's going to be weird, isn't it? If I'm making this much of a deal about it, yeah. Whales the... Liquid from inside a whale's intestinal tract injected uh, into his nervous system. Okay. So okay, okay. So 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 his nerves are fixed. Is that what he's we're a going dock with? His worker? Nerves? His hand was paralyzed in the war. He is now and playing catch. But you can see his hand. His hands. You can his see hand his hand is, is, fine. is fine. I think. I think they did some sort of electric shock therapy. And it fucking revived his hand. Like some sort of like brought back from the dead. But that's interesting, (laughs) interesting theory. After inquiring as to the reason why his hand was unfucked, he said he had been bitten by a sea slug. Jude was basically correct. (laughs) For fuck's sake, I'm actually out. A random sea creature. A fucking sea sea slug? slug. Tenabarm asked the man for the sea slug, suspecting she would discover something amazing. She was right. And began to look for a sponsor to fund her research. Wait, 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 wait. So, he got bitten by a radioactive sea slug. And? So is he... Sea slug man? Slug man! Sea slug man! Slug man. Sea slug man. <laughs> well, it's about to come, become slug city, if that's the case. Can he swim? From a web. No, we can't. Can he He's a, a slug. <laughs> He's a slug. Watch out. Here comes Slug Man. God damn it. His superpower is moving really slow. <laughs> <laughs> and But he, but he leaves like a trail behind He's him. really good for traffic rooms, but only if you give him like four hours notice. <laughs> or if you just oh like bathe him. That man just murdered my husband and stole my handbag. Help. Don't worry, ma'am. Sea slug man is on the case. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is happening right now? (laughs) That's another visual group. Yeah. (laughs) I was making a little bit of foley. You were. You were. That's... Oh, fuck. That is that is that is great. That is so. Does he? I, I just imagine the hero of Sea Slug Man would just be able to reco- be able to heal people, but really fucking slowly. So no, he was just he was just healed. That was basically the gist of it. Okay. Um, so Tenabalm looks for the Sea Slug. Asks the man to look for the Sea Slug, and it's like, hey, hey, can you find that thing again? I really need you to find that thing. Um, yeah. She was scoffed at by all the other scientists in Rapture because she said a Sea Slug cured a guy's fucking paralysis. Cool. Um, but eventually got her research uh, approved by Frank Fontaine, a ruthless mobster in Neptune's Bounty. They have really hmm. cool fucking names for all the areas. Dude. Neptune's Bounty, as a background, was perhaps the largest complex in Rapture where a vast majority of the city's fishing businesses were located. Since yeah, seafood... you mentioned Neptune's dog before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, 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 since seafood yes. accounted for a significant portion of the average Rapture citizen's diet, obviously, 
mm-hmm. and was a highly prevalent natural resource at the bottom of the sea, Neptune's bounty and the businessmen therein were extremely important to uh, Rapture's stability, and one of the businesses, Fontaine Fisheries, served as a cover for Frank Fontaine's illegal smuggling business. I would mm. like to... Res- re- I resent that. You resent personally. that? How, how, how deep is it? Uh, uh, see. Because yeah. 90% of the of life in the ocean lives in the top 1% of it. I will. So if you're, the, if you're at the sea floor, there's not going to be like enough life to sustain a whole city. Yeah. So where the fuck do well, they, they get food they send from? out patrols and they fish. I mean, I guess, but like, that's... T- uh, that's a lot of fucking 2,300 meters. Yeah. I'm, Ish. I'm that's sure. me just randomly clicking a point on Google Map where I'm pretty sure it's at. I'm pretty sure... How that. far down are fish? I mean, fish go to the bottom of the ocean, ocean but going, like, a lot of fish. Fish can't live any deeper than 8,200 meters. Yeah, they're in there. You could, you'll never... Yeah, no, I mean, fish go down a quite a you'll bit. You'll never quite find a few sharks meters. below four kilometers, so they're within... Fish range. Yeah, but most life lives on the very surface, is what I'm saying. Like, fishes don't go to the bottom of the ocean. I mean, hmm. I guess. Deep sea. Okay, I guess you could send fishes up and get fish. Okay, Deep okay. sea fishing. I was thinking about too much. Fishing in the dark. The assertion is true that the moon has been more thoroughly researched in the deep sea. The deep sea refers to the totally dark layers around 800 meters. So they are in the deep sea. Yeah, which means there's not going to be a lot of fish down there. Uh, well, not going to. There's going to be a lot less fish than on the surface. Well, one of the other things which is mentioned later is the fact that the entire of Rapture is actually picked where it is because it runs off thermal vents in the bottom of the ocean. So it's not entirely unlikely that that would be a hot spot for more life. Beyond that, there are also a lot of diving. And also, as said, the businessman in Neptune's grotto, uh, Neptune's uh, bounty is like businessmen. So they have, uh, and later it's found not found you see in the game that they have these little submersibles that can zoom around i mean that makes sense i just guess like like and fishing for enough people to survive 50,000 people might be noticed by people but yeah i mean it's in the middle of the like ocean so that's fair okay. anywho he agreed to fund tenabalm's research and development as long as he was given full rights to profit from the findings her res- her, uh, he funded her research using the fortune he acquired from his smuggling ring, which brought contraband items into Rapture from the surface. Interesting. The rap- uh, interesting thing is uh, what the contraband is. Uh, contraband is stuff that could not be acquired underwater and was not approved by Andrew Ryan. Um, such as Bibles, Buddha statues, obviously religious artifacts, which he disapproves of religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he wait, he did a fuse original, but he called his place the Rapture. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Actually, that's a fairly. I didn't think about that. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe, well, maybe he did it as a fuck you to Christianity. That's stuff. also true. He could have done that. Because li- like we established, he's doing the opposite to Rapture. He's bringing them all down to the bottom of the mm. ocean rather than sending them to par- paradise and heaven. And I mean, stuff, so I mean, but he also thinks this is paradise, though. Yeah. Like he see, he sees mm. all the he's picking all the best people from the world yeah, to go to yeah. what he thinks is the best place in the world. Yeah. So, but it's still it's a bit it's weird. Still, it still could be a bit of a fuck you to it, though. It could be, yeah. Saying he is God mm. and he's making yeah, the rapture, yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, so, the other items that were smuggled in films, obviously, you're not going to get the best films down in Rapture, or at least you're going to get a limited supply. So, good idea to get some from the outside. Uh, beef, because there were no animals down there; they lived off fish and plants. Uh, tobacco from the surface. They did have tobacco down there, but it was sort of the shitty version. 
uh, whiskey mm. because the distillation in uh, Rapture had gotten a bit shit as well. There was a lot of thing that was sort of going downhill. Um, Wait. Yes. Guys, yes. you know you've seen like you know how you've seen like no movies. Yes. Are you from the Rapture? You living in the Rapture currently? Is that why you've seen like zero pop culture films? I don't know what you're talking about, Matthew. I'm on to you, guy. But it's but they take the greatest bands around the world. That's why that's why guys have only seen the worst movies of all time, and he's seen We Are Heroes. I'm, in, I'm they, in the shit rapture. You're in the rapture. They can only get the shittest movies in there that no one wants to watch. No, no, no. I'm saying because you just pointed out smartest minds of the world. I'm in like the worst. I'm in like the rapture. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the rapture. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't say you're in the bottom tier. I'm just not sure if anything. No, no, rapture. Little rapture. <laughs> side rapture. The the people that had promising childhoods but now are sad twenty year olds. I'm not sad. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, cola, interestingly enough, was also brought down. Uh, weapons and drugs, obviously, for standard reasons. They're a smuggling mm-hmm. ring. They're gonna do that. Um, and yep. there's a weird note on the wiki which I have some issue with, which is the fact that fashion w- was also possibly smuggled down there due to the fact that there are fashion magazines that were released post like any reasonable time for someone to have brought them down with them with the initial population of rapture so it was produced post that what uh, and like there are fashions exhibited that are post that time so the only way they could have found out is like fashion mags or you know sometimes possibly movies but also the specific fashions aren't really seen much it's like a fashion mag thing um my suspicion is that it's just artistic license by the way of the uh uh, you know, art directors, but mm-hmm. be that as it may, no, it has to be explained in law somehow, guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, okay, so okay, I have some, I have some questions. You've got you so far. Don't. I'd like to say you've got more questions about the smuggling than you do about the fact that it, there's a slug that can cure people. I was waiting for us to get to that, but I, I'm just. Do they grow trees down here? Where do they get the wood? Yes, Where do they get the metals? They grow, Where do they, they get grow, the grow? Uh, plants down there. It's seen later on they have a terrarium because they need to produce oxygen. Oxygen. So, so, okay, so they produce everything they need down. They never got service to get stuff. Uh, no, that's the idea is the entire place is self-sustaining. So where they get, like, the metal? Where they get, They're like, on the ocean floor. They can mine. They mine the ocean floor? What do they get... I just I think there's a lot of things. You but can, also, what are know. they expanding? Like, they live in a city. Other than producing goods, like, they recycle. I guess. Mm. Does it over... Do they even overpopulate, I guess? Uh, well, it's relatively stable with the population. Also, not to be too spoilery, it doesn't last long enough for that to become an issue. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's going to end before it gets to, like... Multi-generations and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, appre- I appreciate your optimism, Matt. But no, not quite. I see the best in places, and this is... <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, it lasts for about, I think it's five years. Oh, really? That's not long no, at all. No, it's not. Funnily enough, a they, guy who they has... Fell, wait, wait, they fell onto smuggling and contraband and smuggling rings, and the whole thing only lasted five years. That's... I would like to say... Consider the fact that there are uh, workers down there who were given zero support and are now being mm. supported by a psychiatrist to create a political movement, essentially. Yeah. You can see where this is headed. Back to the slug, which is I know mm-hmm. everybody wants to hear about. 
I do. Tenenbaum's Tell research quickly well. began to produce results. She discovered the substance the sea slugs secreted behaved like stem cells, and she could use it to manipulate DNA. She was, oh. quote-unquote, able to bend the double helix. I don't know what the fuck that means. I think it means manipulate <laughs> She's a DNA, DNA bender. It's like DNA bending. It's like... <laughs> If you unbend DNA, then that's cancer, baby. That's cancer, baby. Um, Talking about this, po- that's that's the podcast. That's our subtitle. That's, that's our podcast. That's, that's cancer, that's, baby. It's a baby. Uh, it was also hey, able. Go, to- hey, go. I just want to. I just want to highlight a thing about the podcast. I just think everyone needs to appreciate. When we started this, Matt wanted the podcast to have a catchphrase of "That's canon." Let's not, let's not, let's not talk about my uh, cringe shit. Okay, let's not. And he was hoping that we could do like a, you know, every episode we could do like a, and that's canon. I also hoped for a lot of things. Well, I, I, I was also really... advocating for it to have a layer of metafiction where we were living in like an ancient library, which I still advocate yeah. for because I think that's cool as <laughs> shit. I thought I think we've created our own metafiction about you being under the sea, me being some <laughs> god, and Matt just being. Matt, I guess. Yeah, I'm just. Me. Oh no, where, where old people come up to Matt's window and bash in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in the fantasy land called New Zealand. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Where Frodo goes by every now and then. I see Sauron. I see Gandalf. I'll just give a know. wave to Sauron. Dick, you know, king of all. He's over there. You see, he's all the way over there. All the way. Yeah. Um. The the goo. The goo? The goo. The goo can cure diseases, bend the double helix, what the fuck that means, and give organisms changed and amazing powers. The the substance is called Rebirth for Humanity and was dubbed... Religious allegories abound in this motherfucker. Adam. Uh... I don't know, why the why do they get into it? Adam, to get into the scientific nitty-gritty explanation of it, is essentially just really, really unstable stem cells. They describe it as being like more flexible than standard cells so it can heal more rapidly and adapt and also configure in some wildly unlikely ways um it also has some side effects i'm not foreshadowing anything get over it um sometime after the discovery of adam scientists made another breakthrough research to increase generation of adam had led them to implant slugs in the stomachs of various test subjects again morals be fucked Okay. Science without borders, I guess. Yeah. Oh, science without borders. Borders. borders? You're know, thinking man. of doctors without borders. It's without yeah, borders, yeah. yeah. Science Which without is a morals. Good thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we have like okay, we're developing things that can do this nowadays. You know that, right? Yeah. It's called hey, no, no, I will. I will say CRISPR. You're about to find out some things that it definitely cannot do. <laughs> yeah, but like. They predict like we're gonna be able to do similar things like this in a like in, rapid like, regeneration. 10 years. Yeah. yeah, in like in ten years with with CRISPR, I think it's called CRISPR yeah. is yeah, the DNA. modification engine which they use. Yeah, you, you can modify DNA. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the ethics discussion around CRISPR. Ah, yeah, and no. well, these guys don't have well, that discussion. Yeah, Pause <laughs> up because it's worse than CRISPR. Uh, the slugs that generate. Uh, generate 20 times to 30 times their normal production of Adam when in the stomach of a host. Um, and it was also discovered that the best hosts were young girls. Oh, no. If they were required to produce Adam, uh, mass produce as uh, Fontaine wanted, uh, he would require a lot of those such of hosts. As such, Fontaine set up the Little Sisters Orphanage. 
advertising it as a place where financially pressed families could send their little girls for care and schooling. The transformed girls eventually became known by the orphanage name, Little Sisters. Can we not experiment on uh, orphaned little girls? It's so fucking bad. They're like, Can we not? All right. It, it, it is, again, it, a true look at free market economics and people as commodities rather than human beings in terms of, oh, slug. This was like, I remember I, was, I saw in like the, um, I can't remember what it was. I think it's water is like gone on the stock markets recently or some shit. Like actual water stocks. Yeah. You not heard of Nestle, what- dude? Yeah, and I'm like, how do you fucking quantify a thing that everyone needs to fucking survive? Yeah. Next is oxygen, and we're going to live in fucking the Lorax world, and that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. That's going to be cool. That's going to be Have fun. Have a fresh can of oxygen. Oh, yeah. There's already a company that sells oxygen, you know? Yeah. I forget they their do. name. They, 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 like, collect it in Australia, and they sell it to, like, places in Asia. Yeah, yeah. And they, like, bottle it in, a, like, um, Canadian pines areas and stuff as well. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. However, we get back. That that's gonna go on in the background now. That's cook it that's cooking in the back. We're gonna mm. get back to so What do you mean that's cheap. cooking in the gas? Because I've so, gotta go because so, there are things happening simultaneously which I need to talk about at the same time. So I'm saying So wrap up of this doctor for now, she opens an orphanage, gets young girls and then puts slugs in their stomach. She doesn't. Fontaine does. Oh, sorry. So yeah. the doctor discovered that it produces yeah. Adam. Yeah. But Fontaine's the one who opens the orphanage. Don't put right. the. Does she know? Does she know? Um, we'll get to her in a bit. It's not. Okay. It's not as simple as it seems. Um, I'm not saying put it on the back burner, ignore it. It's like a pot of rice. You can't actively do stuff with it. You just got to put it to the back. Keep an eye on it. I'll... Remember it. But you don't need to do anything with it for the time being. It's just. I'll make sure. I'll like stir it every now and then. Just gonna cook. I'm gonna come back to stir. No, I'm gonna come back to serve it up in like a minute. It's it's fast cook rice. It's two two minute rice. Thank you. Thank God. Thank God. When Ryan finally noticed Sophia Lamb's political influence, again Ryan being the leader who established it with free market economics, and Sophia Lamb being the psychiatrist who is very into supporting down on the luck people, he agreed to a series of publicized debates with her, hoping to ruin her popularity by exposing weaknesses in her philosophy. Note. Hoped to. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, can I? Can I... Yeah. Two things. Yes. Psychiatrist yes. is not the same person who found the slugs. No, she is. So Dr. Okay. Tenenbaum is the one Tenenbaum. who found that. Sophia yeah. Lamb is the psychiatrist. Mm. Cool, sorry. Okay, That's fine. Cool. It's fine. Got the name. Sophia Lamb. So okay. Lamb. Lamb, Tenenbaum, Ryan. Ryan. Andrew Ryan. Cool. So Andrew Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he had a much cooler name. He had a much cooler name. Um... Basically, Ryan agreed to a bunch of debates with Lamb, um, hoping to ruin her popularity. Um, but he fucked up because essentially all he did was give her a stage to gain more political following. <laughs> he could have just ignored her and she would have fucked around with some dock workers. That's about it. But now he's exposed her to the upper echelon of society. <sighs> yeah. When he finally began to fear her effect upon Rapture, Ryan commissioned Augustus Sinclair, Sinclair Solutions, uh, who was sort of just another one of the upper members of, of society, to monitor Lamb and her followers, hoping to find a legal excuse to take her into custody. Um, they planted a reporter into the Rapture family, who are Lamb's followers. It's the it's like a political party name, except a little bit more foreboding. Um, Ryan... Supplied, supplied with the proof of something. It doesn't fucking say what it is. It doesn't say what they found. 
They never explicitly say what her crime is. I hate that. Which could be indicative of something, but I'm not going to look into it because I maybe there isn't any crime. No they're brain. just making up. Maybe they're making up shit. That's what. That's the whole point. Yes, entirely there possible. No, there is no thing. Eventually, Lamb was uh, arrested and imprisoned indefinitely at Persephone, a f- prison complex run by Sinclair. I was so close to putting the S, like f- f- the F on prison and i was gonna say frizen because i just said persephone which has a p in the middle of it sorry i just needed to express that because i hit that p and i just like you heard me i like stalled i was hitting the accelerator and the car was going bonk got a got a got a horny frizen got a horny frizen god damn it in the meantime fontaine uh futuristics was able to produce adam on a massive sale by using the uh the little girls uh, and marketed gene tonics and plasmids to the main populace, uh, being sold to any individual that could afford them. Hmm. Game- gene tonic sounds pretty good to me. Game honest. talk. Gene tonics and plasmids. We're going to get into a little bit of game talk and explain what is available in the game. Tonics are aimed at changing your body, giving you more of a passive boost. There are three categories, combat, engineering, and physical. Combat is more, you know, oh, I, I can shoot faster, I'm resistant to fire, or that sort of stuff. Uh engineering is uh there's hacking parts of the game and lock picking and other bits and pieces like that so that uh and then the physical is about you know max health and stamina and that sort of shit scientifically how do you make someone it's better at lock picking? game talk baby how do you make someone Again, bulletproof this is why better I, at sh- shooting faster is, how does it make your gun faster this is why i say you say it's the same as crispr incorrect yeah, I see that now. It's actually yeah. fucking magic. Yeah. These sea slugs are magicians, and they've been sitting in the bottom of the sucking up that magic <laughs> absorbing from the middle of the earth. That's what I'm talking about. Captain Planet has been been letting out that juice from the bottom of the ocean, and these sea slugs have been sucking I mean, that magic unfettered, up. Unfettered, they basically just bit a dude, and his hand became perfectly better. So you can kind of see how the game's like, hey, it's, it's GNA, it's bending the double helix. Bending the yeah. double helix, man. You know what bending the double helix means? We don't fucking know how to explain it because it's magic, man. Um, That's magic. It's magic. There's also a very funny thing um, later on, which is people for reasons need to extract Adam out of people. Um, And the basic way that they do it is just that they put a fucking needle in them and they just go and the Adam just comes out of them. I don't know how the fuck you separate that from the blood, (laughs) but they do. (laughs) It's literally that easy. They put a needle in them and go and it comes out. Okay, question. Yeah. Does it separate? Does it mean that they no longer have Adam in their body? Or they no longer have Adam in their body, and you have the Adam in the tube that you can then the resell. Fuck? How does that work? I know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hey, Jude, Jude, Jude. I think I understand how it works. I like. I, I think there's a little small thing that I um I've heard of. It's called fucking magic, man. Magic. It's magic. Magic. They're sea slugs. Can cure anything and make you bullet resistant and make your gun shoot you're faster. about to get a lot angrier don't worry it's magic oh, oh <laughs> and increase your health max health what does max health even fucking mean in a physical world it means world? that you're more bullet resistant you've got more blood i guess <laughs> so you're like swelling you're like swelling you just all oh, you get more blood you just... you're about to actually yeah, the, the protagonist which we'll eventually uh, get um, to yeah, I, I pump i juice adam man <laughs> fuck i'm fucking juiced up no. You know what I'm magic? I'm imagining the lock picking thing is like it's like taking, um, 
uh, from um, other people have uh, taken them. I have not taken. I'm talking from other experience, so do not take me from experience. But like some people, I know people who've taken drugs, and like their mind goes really, really fast, right? <laughs> Sorry, oh, the- I know people who have done drugs. <laughs> they tell me that it goes like this. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not saying it. Like, but like, and so your mind, like, you feel like you think really, 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 really fast, right? And that says that's what I feel yeah. like the lock picking yeah. one is. But but you're just sitting there with the lock, and someone watching you, just like you're going, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like what the fuck are you doing? Like no, 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 no. Like like, epic music is playing in your head as you're trying to lock Exactly, exactly. But then someone's watching and just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, no, that's the bad vibe though, and you're like. Man, it's been like forty minutes. I've done so much stuff, and you look at the time, and it's been like two minutes, and it's like, oh, what? Okay. The f- Incredible. <laughs> yeah, that that's basically. plasmids are about to make you angrier. Oh no! Oh, God. There are a total of eleven plasmids in the game, which you can get your hands on, um, and some of them are, eh, okay. I, I I've got a baseline for this. This is fine, ranging to, hey, what the fuck? Um, I'd appreciate a rating after each one. I'm going to tell you each of them, just because there's only 11 of them. Okay. They all get zero. <laughs> First one, which is kind of just weird, and I don't know how the fuck this happens. Um, target dummy creates a hologram that distracts nearby enemies. Okay. Wait, 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 okay, okay, okay. okay. What is a, like, how do you, do you drink it? It's a, it you so it? it's an injected syringe into your hand, yeah, yeah, and then your bare fingers sort of, like, conduct. So it's like an uh, electrical thing. Yeah. Okay, ten is completely realistic. Zero is hey, what get the, the fuck? fuck out of my get the fuck yeah. out of my house. Um, ten. I think that's about a seven. Seven. Yeah, that that's doable. Like you, yeah, no, that's like and literally like the base li- technology ma- doesn't exist of like hologram. Yeah. <sighs> it's, okay, I'm putting it down to a five. Yeah, it's like a it's like a three because it just doesn't make sense. It, that's I, little magic. You're doing magic out of your fingers. But to be fair, like, I can see how the technology okay, could when, work. When you say a dummy, is it, like, actually a physical thing you create? Or is it just, like, a hologram? It's a hologram. Okay. I'm going to go, like, a six or seven. I mean, Look, you could do you could create if, You could create little particles in your hand that could create a hologram like that. Yeah, exactly. If if it's some kind of like luminescence, maybe in the plasmids, because it's just part of your, it just becomes part of your DNA plasmids. It's a really like complicated. It's, yeah, it's, it's a like, really it's complicated. Like imagine you're making just like a ghost. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna exactly. get. I'll get a five. I'll get a five. Because really complicated, six. really complicated luminescence, like from sea creatures. I can see that making. Yeah, exactly, it. exactly. Yeah. That actually makes sense if it's from the sea slime. I'm gonna stuff. I'm gonna triple fire these next three, just because they yep. all sort of sit in the same category. Incinerate, win a blast, electro bolt, fire, ice, lightning. That's it. Wait. Yeah, wait, that's wait, bullshit. That's wait. You can just shoot fire out of your you hand. Can indeed. Okay. Increase fire? body temperature, and uh, a, you know, producing some sort of flammable liquid from your body. This is actual magic. The fires are three. <laughs> lightning is Elec- a four because forces inside your body. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give that a four because you do get like there are lightning. There is like lightning having your nerves work on a similar way how, how yeah, electricity yeah, yeah, works. Yeah. So, and but the freezing one, that's a two. Fuck that. What the fuck? That's the reverse of fire, though. It should be on the same category as fire. No, no. Because you're because we're we're hot hey, creatures, hey, hey. not cold but creatures. Pause. Fire res- requires a fuel, whereas ice requires water. One of those we have. One of those we don't. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. 
Okay. I was staring I at this list at one in the morning, shitting myself, laughing. Fire is fire is a two. Four is a three. Okay, cool. I'm happy with that. Ice is a three. What do you think, dude? Um, yeah, I'm gonna give fire a one. Um, <laughs> because the temperature you would need to ignite fuel would be enough to just roast all the cells with the plasmids in anyway. But you've got and the regeneration, baby. You got. Um, <laughs> no, that's not how this works. <laughs> Um, the ice yeah, okay, one... none of this is none of this is more bullshit than making you shoot faster, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go no, with yeah, the faster neural speed. You can flick your finger faster. There are gamers who can click but faster. But the gun can't go fucking faster. Yeah, but if you can, if it's a press fire gun, I don't know what guns do. If it's a semi semi automatic, then you can make you right lock pick faster. That's just making your brain run faster. Lock pick specifically is a bit weird. That's not how the next That's not how the brain works. Next one, enrage. Causes the target to attack anyone in the nearby vicinity. I like to think of this as like I'm putting some electro juice into their brain that just causes their synapses. Oh, that's to go totally haywire. cool. Yeah, I think that's fine. That's like yeah. a no, that's like an eight or nine. Yeah, that's very doable. Uh, target bullseye. All security devices attack the target. <laughs> oh, I'm a, fuck, a hack. I'm a technomancer. That's like hacking. So no, it's not hacking. Like a... They they inject a needle and then they can just point at someone <laughs> and it happens. That's straight up magic. Three. Zero. That's a zero. That's a fucking zero. <laughs> Fuck off. That's... You're not... <sighs> Next. Telekinesis. You know Fuck what the yeah, fuck's I up about it. this. I want it. That's a negative ten. Negative ten. Cannot move. That's, a, ne- that's a negative I'm projecting fucking... my what? mind waves to pick up the boxes. No. That's that's not how physics works, okay? You... you... <laughs> Okay. Next one. Why am I having flashbacks to the Magneto episode, but the positions <laughs> <No>. are reversed? <laughs> you thought I wasn't going to get revenge? Sonic Boom creates a powerful burst of air in front of the user, pushing back any enemies in your way. I think that this is okay. Human can produce air fast. If we're taking the liberty of can produce lightning with hands... Producing yeah, a burst taking, of air is... Yeah. I'd give I'm going to give it a five. I'd, five, yeah. Like, because I think... I think just even trying to do that... I, I'm, I'm thinking it's like you'd move your hand so quickly you make a sonic boom. That would snap every bone in your body. But also, like, there's a regeneration, so maybe that would fix but it. what if so I maybe fart so hard that... <laughs> no. It's a four year five, yeah. God damn it. Uh, okay, this next one's really contextual, and so I'm going to kind of not ask you guys to rate it just because it makes more sense later um hypnotize big daddy sounds very sexual now i put it out of context (laughs) i think that's a 10 hypnotize big daddy uh we've all been there everyone everyone can relate with big daddy yeah yeah i can relate to hypnotizing big daddy but we'll get get to that one later um we've all been there the final two are just bad first one cyclone trap Spawns a small tornado which flings enemies. <laughs> okay, next. No, no. If we can make if we can make a fucking sonic boom, we can make a cyclone by spinning cyclone. your hand really fast. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I no, can it see it. No, it spawns a little cyclone. It's not you spinning your hand around in a spot so that people jump up. You're not pointing it at people. It's like a thing you put on the ground. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. No, that's no. You're not done yet. You've got that. Might be worse you've than got telekinesis. One, you've got one more, baby. This one. <laughs> <laughs> that might be worse than telekinesis. This one is the one that I read, and I thought someone's got to have put that in as a goof. 
that can't be right. That can't be part of the game. They can't be trying to explain this away. Do they ever, do they ever give an explanation for no. this? <laughs> DNA, baby. Bending the double helix, you ready? baby. You ready? You ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. Insect swarms. Spawns a swarm of bees from the player's arms, which home in on the nearest enemy. Bees! Like real bees that exist in the world. B-ass bees. So, they're not like... You just produce bees, baby. What the f... Summon bees! Negative a million. That is literal fucking... That's something... That's Harry Potter can't even do that shit, because transmutation relies on their source to begin with, and you can't create food, and animals count as food, so... Fuck off. <laughs> Summon bees. It's so that would bad. Be, that would be really cool, though. I know. Wouldn't? Uh, have uh, you uh, fucking... Uh. Have you seen, like, warning tripopophobia things or whatever it is? The one with, like, the fear of, like, weird holes? Yeah. Bad. Okay. Bad. That's what that yeah, is. Okay. That's exactly what that is, dude. Oh, that's horrible. It's fucking bad. Me, like, it's from your arms. <gasps> I hate it. I'm just... What the fuck is going on in this world? Okay, they so those, they 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 go to the bottom and, ocean and found a sea slug, a fucking magical sea slug. And they sold these to people living in a enclosed society under the ocean. This is gone. There is there go. is a little bit of promo material which shows a guy using um, incinerate to light a lady's um, cigar. So practical usage, sure. Very situational. That's like something you do in D and D to be. That's cool. just something you do to flex, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is gonna get a whole fucking city of magicians under the ocean. <laughs> a locked society with regulations and rules emplaced upon them by a basically mad free market dictator. This is doomed. We're doomed. This is what the fuck. Why not bring to the surface and be like a god? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Andrew Ryan initially admired the success of Frank Fontaine, the guy who was creating the plasmids, citing him as a prime example of the type of individual that Rapture was built to propagate. Mm -hmm. A person who kidnaps small children and uses them to produce basically a drug that allows people to turn into wizards. And didn't we certify this as Jude as well? Yeah. He's putting his finger to his lips. (laughs) He's shushing us. So this will not not go into the podcast. Um... As years passed, however, Ryan began to suspect Fontaine of various crimes ranging from smuggling to murder. Fontaine's criminal influence and monopoly of Adam threatened the current social structure and order within the city. Andrew Ryan attempted to arrest Fontaine for smuggling, but Fontaine decided that he would go down guns blazing and arranged to fake his death in the resulting shootout in late 1958. Oh, wait, so it was longer than that because we got in at 1946. So it's been 12 years now. So it lasts for... 12, 13 years? 13, That's pretty 13, reasonable. 13 years is about what it is. That's reasonable. It's Considering the fact that there are fire wizards, yeah. Yeah! Uh, I fucking hate that there's fire wizards. Like, why? There's not even just fire wizards. There's fire wizards. There's, ele- there's, there's electric wizards. There's techno wizards. There's, there's fucking bees! <laughs> so there's, many bees! <laughs> like, this place would just be full of incest. Incest? Incest! Insects. Insects. Well, that too, if they're going to be down here for long enough, and they probably won't be. In 13 years. There's also 50,000 people. Like, that's a... How many... But, like, if people are just creating bees out of nowhere, like, what are you going to do with them? What do you do with all the bees? The bees just disappear after a bit. It's fine. What do you mean they disappear? 
What do you mean? Well, in theory, it could be the cleanest of all the powers, because if, if you send the bees to sting someone, they sting and die instantly. Cleanest? Your fire's going to disappear after... Your lightning disappears. What do you mean, cleanest? Well, the ice dude's going to leave city in the fucking state. And the fire dude's going to burn everything. Technomancy just pointed at someone and boom. And then they got shot by a bunch of security guards. Bullets everywhere. Yeah. Blood on yeah. the ground. I'm not saying the insect is the cleanest. I'm saying it's one of the cleanest. It's an assassination kill for sure. Yeah, because the bees... Yeah, only if they're allergic to bees. That's... That's true. Uh, I think even a regular. How many will... bees do we need to? How many? Come on. Yeah, both I of us just immediately went. How think... many <laughs> bee <laughs> bee stings? I think anyone will die from a like hundred bee stings According simultaneously. To... Hang on. According. The average the average adult could withstand more than a thousand bee stings, whereas takes I like how no. According to American manual, like five hundred can... stings. No, here's a better one. America, according to the American Manual, a human can sustain 10 bee stings for each pound of body weight. Therefore, the average adult should be able to survive around 1,000, and a child could survive 500. I like it adds the child there, just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can, how many I feel like a... they're spawning more than 1,000 bees when they... Are they? I, no, they, they, they spawn a swarm and then it goes for it. It's the, the, main pri the main usage of it is to do a little bit of damage and to distract people. Yeah, it doesn't kill, right? Uh, it can if they're on very low health, but they're essentially already dead at that point. Yeah, if they're about to die, you, you kill them with bees. You can kill someone with solo bees. You just got to stand there going, bees. Bees. <laughs> <laughs> but why would you do that when you can just send fire out of your hands hey. or a lightning? Why would you not just send bees? <laughs> What was the first power? Telepathy! You can just fucking float objects. What's the first uh, it's power? It's not Sorry. telepathy, it's telekinesis. Uh, Same thing. First thing was target dummy. Oh my so, god, Matt said telepathy, right? He didn't the first time, actually. I didn't. <laughs> telekinesis, which is the most useful one of all those objects. Well, telekinesis actually in the game only allows you to like pick an object up and like throw it at someone. It's not like you mm. can just move things around like Gmod style. Okay, if you think about this. The fire, ice, lightning, maybe the bees, maybe That's, what, that's the, the elements. We've got Avatar, baby. Fire, <laughs> lightning, ice, bees. That's my Avatar. That's my right Avatar there. right there. Fire, water, lightning, ice. bees. Bees. <laughs> the world was bees? at peace until the bee nation the attacked. The bee nation attacked. <laughs> Fire Nation's got nothing on the bees. <laughs> Bzzz. Get out of here. The God first damn. we heard of the first we heard of them was the buzzing. <laughs> I really hear there are very busy bees. God uh, fuck. <laughs> but like, okay, all those are like reasonable things to create. Okay, not reasonable, reasonable, but like I'll fucking double yourself? That's combat related. The, the targeting people to shoot to the security thing, that's purely combat related. There's a few of these that are just, like, telekinesis, cool as. That's awesome. I want that. Other than, like, some of them are made to kill people and, and assassinate people. Well, yeah, but uh, you just, uh, the other thing about it is that these are the ones that are in-game, and I am about to give context for why the in-game plasmids might be a little bit more violent than the ones before them. I guess that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Andrew Ryan, after he suspected he killed... Uh, <laughs> I like to think that Bees was the first one created. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. It, it was made for the botanists, the ones who were uh, doing the plants <laughs> so that they could spread the pollen around. And yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, because oh, their plants are all dying because they had no bees. You so get, they were like, oh my god, get one, that's genius get, in so world. You make, Holy you make, shit! You make bees out of flesh. Yeah, it's oh my god, I love that. Holy bees. shit! Oh god, all their, their all their plants are dying because they weren't being pollinated, and they're all shit. They are some of the bees. greatest botanists to ever live. I don't think they forgot to pollinate the fucking plants, Matthew. I don't fucking care. Bees are the best bees that have ever lived. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, until we make microbots that do their job better than them. Hey. Hey, none of these, oh no. none of these microbots are going to be slacking freeloaders taking <coughs> pollen from the plant. Well, who needs honey? Oh no, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Um, after this, Ryan assumed control of Fontaine Futuristics as he suspected he'd killed Fontaine uh, and begin to produce plasmids and tonics himself using his own company, Ryan uh, Industries. So, neither of them are on the moral high ground in this situation. Survival the fittest. Rapture, baby. Rapture became. <laughs> <laughs> Rapture became filled with civil unrest in the following months. Meanwhile, Fontaine stepped into the persona of his alter ego, Atlas, rallying people in Fontaine's poorhouses, starting a kind of guerrilla war against Rapture's police force. Um, obviously, they left a very disgruntled large group of society in a group together. It's not particularly hard to start a civil war with that sort of shit going on. Um, the serious violence began on New Year's Eve in 1958 when Atlas supporters attacked various key locations around the city. This event was the first large-scale battle of Rapture's Civil War. Hey, there we go. Dun, dun, dun! You got the theme song for... Bum, 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 the fucking Marvel, the Avengers... Is that, is that Rapture the right Civil one? War. I, we can't legally. We can't say legally. We can't. Dun, 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 yeah, that one. Dun, dun, Don't worry. Not, well, Jude might be on key, but he's doing it quite <laughs> enough that you can go over the top of him, so we can claim immunity. Um, Don't hit us with uh, cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Tightening control on the city, Ryan began instituting harsher punishments against problem citizens who worked against Rapture's ideal and survival, arresting many of Atlas and Lamb's followers, essentially creating a police state. Whoops. Yo, we're back to we're back to the, to the communist Russia. Oh no, the government we, is, we to... is overreaching their powers and arresting people for opposing the government. What? <laughs> We've done full loop, boys! We're back again. <laughs> We've gone. Now, Adam, as I mentioned before, and very quickly brushed past, is addictive. I said I was... Wait, what? I, no, I, brought, I said it, didn't I? I missed that. No, I, 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 missed I, I said it and then I sort of went, it's, no, it's nothing to foreshadow. I was wrong. I was <laughs> yeah, fake. Yeah. I was lying. I really, so I, I was foreshadowing. <laughs> there's so much foreshadow in this podcast. I cannot see the sun anymore. I'm cold in the shadow. I, I like it. Underwater. I got my hoodie on. Mm. Oh I don't God. have my own on. I'm in a singlet. It's no. so fucking hot. He's, yeah. he's in a singlet and it's so hot. It's I'm hot just looking at him. Yeah, Ooh. you should be. Uh, mass addiction to Adam had already become a problem. Now, a large number of citizens had started using plasmids and tonics to defend themselves. Whoa! To handle no shit. To Gun handle laws, anyone? <laughs> how okay? How long do the powers last? Can I fireball for an hour? Can I fireball oh, for a minute? Can I fireball for yeah. a year? From memory, with Bioshock Infinite, once you equip a plasmid, you keep it until you switch it out with a different plasmid. So possibly it wears out after a day, or something like that. You just keep fucking firing. But like for the for the period of time that you use it for in game, it's essentially unlimited. So at the very least a couple of hours, if not a couple days. That's pretty fucking cool. I mean, you're, mod I you're modifying spend... your fucking genetic code, so. 
I would spend most of my savings to be able to fireball for a day. Well, you're about to hear about why you shouldn't do that. Uh, a large number of I'm, citizens were using plasmids and tonics to defend themselves, and to increase the, the large demand, Ryan adjusted the little sister program to send the girls out into the street to gather Adam from corpses. Um... Um, Wait, so is this the girls? Can the you not? This is the little girls who have the sea battle? slugs in them. Could you right. not? Can like, like, yeah? Could you not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, the uh, process for extracting Adam is very complicated. Um, where they go needle into corpse and suck. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole lot. It's really weird. As I said, needle into corpse and suck. Get the Adam out. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Um. You've got the magic. It's the magic in me. Ryan commissioned the wrong song. a trusted scientist to develop protectors for the girls using prison inmates, including Lamb's imprisoned followers in Persephone, modifying them into Big Daddies. Uh, little Sister Big Daddy. Wait, okay, okay. Wait. Yes. Can you say that again? Ryan, Andrew Ryan, the guy who's making the plasmids, yeah. had no, commissioned no. a trusted scientist to develop protectors for the girls using prison inmates including Lamb, the, his political rival, imprisoned followers in Persephone, and modifying them into prototype Big Daddies. That's where hypnotized Big Yeah. Correct. Big Daddies. So, okay. So, basically... Okay, you got to give us... What do these Big Daddies look like? Big Daddies... I'm about... I have a snip from the... Okay. I have an excerpt from the wiki of the first... Because uh, I'm like, what the daddies. fuck did he... How did he modify these... Big Daddies, originally named Protectors, and occasionally referred to as Mr. Bubbles, Mr. B by Little Sisters, and Metal Daddies by Splices, we'll get to it, are genetically enhanced human beings who have had their skin and organs grafted into an enormous diving suit, with Alpha Series being an apparent exception to the grafting process, although still being heavily spliced. There are different series of the Big Daddies. The Alpha Series is the original series. There's a, there's a, by the way, just uh, people looking it up if they want to look it up at home. There's a 1999 movie called Big Daddy, and that is not just the thing to be looking <laughs> with starring um, Adam Sandler. What the fuck? So there's a, there's oh, a bit, okay, yeah. There's a movie called Big Daddy starring Adam Sandler. Fuck me. I kind of hate these things. Yeah, they're nasty. basically like horrifying, the- like nightmare divers. Yeah. Like, old-style diving suit with, like, glowing eyes. How tall are they? Uh, I believe that they're a bit over six or seven foot. They're taller than you, and you're about six foot. So I think they're seven or eight foot. As said, um, later versions are, like, grafted into their thing, so they're not necessarily constricted to the proportions of a human body because the human body is not particularly relevant to this process. What the fuck? They've got yeah. like giant. They've got like giant. They've got like a fucking drill. So they're and a basically giant like head. hypnotized Cybermen. Yes, yes, yes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You are bang on the mark. Ah, oh, ten, ten points to Jude. Jude's in the lead with ten points to zero and zero. What? Why do I have ten? Why do I have zero because points? We've never awarded points before. Yeah, that's a good start. That's a. <gasps> so can can we I get start a point? awarding points? You in said our I got episodes? had a good point. It's my point. Oh, yeah, shit. You, 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 have a point. You're in, you are yeah, now you officially last, Matthew. I'm last. <laughs> shit. Okay, so t- 10 points to what? Ravenclaw and, ten- and one point to Hufflepuff? Yeah. Nah, nah. 10 points to Jude and one point to Gat. <laughs> Don't take this away from us. Um, if little <laughs> but, sisters... So uh, their primary purpose is to protect the little sisters while they escort them around Rapture. Uh, if all of the little sisters have either uh, been harvested or saved, they'll uh, big daddies will wander to a vent... And bang on it. So uh, little sisters have this way of getting around the city, which are vents, which are like little tunnels they can creep through. Um, 
and then big daddies will basically protect them. They're essentially like mentally modified to protect. Sorry, I thought I just saw something pass by my window. Um, they're mentally modified. It's to the old man. Watch it's out, old man. It's mentally it's coming to get you. Mentally modified to protect the little sisters. Uh, yes. Okay. Can I? Can I? Okay. For people who don't know what they look like, they're way horror more horrifying than you fucking think. Like you're thinking like a guy in a guy in a um a guy in a diving suit with a giant head with a giant like diving suit head with a drill in his hand and a giant fist. If you're thinking that, you're like, oh yeah, I got an image in my mind. Just think sixteen times more fucking fucked up and scary. Like oh no, it, Bioshock's out. a bit of a horror game. The fuck, especially the first one. Infinite's not as scary it's more of swashbuckling like woohoo but um bioshock one is fucking horrifying um to supply even yeah. more adam for the growing conflict kidnappings of young girls began uh, turning them into little sisters so up until this point they've been using people who have been uh, kids who have been off the orphanage now they are using just outright just nicking girls off the street um the fuck the protector project was uh pushed forward under the control of dr gilbert alexander another brilliant scientist from fontaine futuristics he continued uh the trusted scientist before uh who was creating the big daddies called dr Suchong. uh work by bonding eleanor lamb the daughter of sophia lamb uh who had already been abducted and turned into a little sister to subject delta so to deconstruct what i just said frank font uh, fr- not frank um uh andrew ryan has just gotten his scientist to take the daughter of his political enemy and turned her into a little sister and bound him to Subject Delta, who I will get into right now. Subject Delta is the player in Bioshock 2. He has a cool backstory, which is that he's a diver who somehow just found Rapture. How the fuck you end up 2,300 metres below the surface with very few landmarks to go off I'm not entirely certain. Regardless, um, he is referred to as Johnny Topside, which I think is very fun. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, I've written here, cool name. Shame about the mental and physical anguish he went through. <laughs> so we know he's the top. So he, he got turned into Subject Delta, who was one of the Alpha Series Big Daddies, one of the first ones, and then got bonded to uh, Eleanor Lamb, who was the daughter of Sophia Lamb. So you were Big Daddy in the games? Uh, No, no, no. In the second game, you are a Big Daddy. In the first game, I'll get to it. Okay. Just prior to New Year's riots, uh, which was... uh, There was another skirmish in the Civil War. Uh, Hang on. Just prior to the New Year riots, which was another skirmish in the Civil War and Rapture, Sophia Lamb had escaped Persephone and was searching for her daughter. On New Year's Eve, she and some loyal splicers, who are Adam Adam addicts, who are, like, twisted and insane. Um, I don't know whether it's the generation, because it was produced in 2007, or genuinely because they wanted to make it look like this but all of them have like very weird sort of smooth skin and like taped back eyes and like imagine um if you know what like joker followers look like with like the sort of weird skin and like way too open eyes and way too wide smiles like it's very creepy if you search splicer you'll be able to see splicer bioshock you'll be able to see what they look like they're they're generally just normal people in like weird Sorry, I was just I was just looking at how how did Johnny find it? Because I'm like, how it literally just says he, he was. He just a deep found diver. it. It's weird as the fuck. Like, surely um, is a better explanation context, than that. There is a lighthouse on the top side, but it's in the middle of the fucking ocean. I don't know why he got to the lighthouse in the first place. Hmm. 
Man, if you see a lighthouse in the ocean, I'd go check that out. But it's also, it is possible that he's heard about this weird lighthouse that's in the middle of nowhere. Because why do you have a lighthouse if there's nothing to, you know, dissuade ships from Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the kind of thing people would find. And then also, it is an electric city, so there would be a glow from down below. So, yeah, I mean, it's it stands to reason. It's just really weird. Wait, yeah. What the fuck yeah. are these splices? That's that's was. What splices are atom addicts so that's what happens when you have too much of the atom or the um you know what stuff. do you want to you, know do you really want to shoot fireballs matthew that's horrifying but it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> um they also go very insane so uh, uh i can shoot fireballs out of my hands can you <laughs> you fucker so sophia lamb has uh allied with the splices who were in persephone in jail um, mm-hmm. And has fi- and uh, wants to take uh, Eleanor from her protector. Uh, Delta was incapacitated by uh, <clears throat> hypnotizing because that's something that she can do because she's a psychiatrist, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, which was uh, Eleanor then forced him to sh- remove his helmet and shoot himself in the head. Um, the question then rises: How is he the protagonist in Bioshock Two if he's dead? Um, it's a prequel? I, I think, no. It's a it's 10 years post-Civil War. Um, to summarise how this happens, and it's a little bit complicated, um, the game doesn't give a fuck about what you think and is just going to do what it wants. No, there, there is a reason for it. I just don't want to get into it here. <laughs> what do you mean there's a reason for it if you're not getting into it? I'll get, he killed himself. Because I get into it later. Because I tell you later. Because later, I'm, I'm keeping people on the hook. If I just tell people now, they're like, okay, cool, I'm going to pause the podcast, and they never come back to us. If I leave out a dangling thread, people are going to want to follow it like little kitty cats. Come to me, children. Follow my, follow my little string. You're just making me resent you. That's all, that's all it is. Is that not the goal of this podcast, to make people resent all three of them? <laughs> uh, just arguing over acidity. It's definitely straining our relationship, if anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh well. Um. So, to begin, uh, so she forced uh, the protector of the little sister to shoot himself in the head. Big Daddy, subject Delta, etc. Uh, During the Civil War, Splices learned how to take down Big Daddies to retrieve the atom from the little sisters, harvesting the slugs embedded within them, resulting in the girl's death. Obviously, because the slug is in their stomach. Mm. So unless you got real thin arms. That ain't gonna happen. Um, so, Splice's drug-addicted Adam addicts would take down the Big Daddies somehow and would then kill the little girls to get the slugs inside them to then suck on the Adam because Adam is very I mean, addictive. I mean, to be fair, if they if they have the plasma shit, they have magical powers. Yeah. And if there's quite a few of them, they could probably take down the Big Daddy together. Yeah, it's one of these things. Um, but the other thing is interesting is the fact that the... Adam, one of the reasons that it's addictive or the reason they cite it as addictive is because it's unstable, so as it's unstable, it'll decay quite rapidly, so while it can quickly regenerate and quickly change itself it's not stable, so it will quickly degenerate and cause, you know, muscular deterioration and, you know, brain deterioration and stuff, so you need to constantly regenerate it, but Mm. as you take more Adam, more of your cells are replaced with these unstable stem cells, leading to a very bad feedback loop, which turns people into fucking nutcases yeah they yeah. didn't look very fun but... yeah um, so that's fun uh, Bridget Tenenbaum having recognised her crime when confronting a little sister in the farmer's market which is the food area uh, developed a plasmid which would kill the slug inside the sisters restoring their humanity 
Um, Tenenbaum then began to collect the girls she rescued, hiding in an underground safe room in the sewers of Olympus Heights, which is the up and high society, keeping herself and the girls safe from harm. So she then... She just, that's the doctor, com- that's the doctor, the doctor coming to save people. So she's realised nice. what she's done wrong. Yeah, good. Um, for the hardcores, this spot here is where the DLC for Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea happens, but that is extremely complicated to get into, so I'm not going to bother until I do the Bioshock Infinite one, because unless you want to talk about quantum entanglement and multiple realities, we're not going to get into it. Yeah, I think... We're already up to an hour and a half. We we don't need to get into alternate realities. That's (laughs) the reason. That's why in my Pokemon uh, episode, I didn't go into, like, the dimensions, the multiple dimensions and timelines in the Pokemon universe. It's a bit wild, yeah. Because there's like there's a lot and it's fucked. Yeah. So within the Bioshock Infinite multiplayer, then we have a couple of other bits and pieces. Um, the wildly unexpected and unforeseeable decline of Rapture took place, and many battles occurred between the armies of Ryan and Atlas. Um, they had Ryan had new plasmids and gene tonics, whereas uh, Atlas had more people, I guess. Um, during the 1959, also saw some great advances in the testing of Big Daddies. Um, Big Daddies ended up getting advanced and having much more awful procedures performed on them, but they were much more effective. Um, mm. Ryan used the press to gain citizen support against Atlas and terrorists, declaring Atlas a parasite and an enemy of Rapture. Many accidents involving citizens and Big Daddies happens and were reported to the press. The aggressive nature was already known by Ryan's people and scientific community, as Dr. Suchong himself, the guy who made them, would have been one of their first victims. Oh, that's fun. Um, so, unfortunately, the daddies weren't enough to keep Atlas's forces from attacking the sisters for their atoms. The incident called, uh, earned Atlas the label of child killer, uh, because Atlas's forces were addicted to Adam as well, as fucking everyone was. Um, Ryan continued to use the press to encourage the citizens to report progress against the rebellion, so he would boost spirits by telling them that Atlas was being defeated. Um, there was also a popular scientist, uh, Dr. J.S. Simon, who was well known in Rapture. Uh, he began to murder and mutilate his own patients, which was cool. Um, and also during the same period, Bridget Tenenbaum, who had vanished after announcing the Little Sister program, began to abduct Little Sisters to save them this time. Um, her acts were reported to Ryan, who immediately began to campaign to decre- discredit her, using the newspapers to reveal the truth about her past in German concentration camps. She was a wonderkind who was a prisoner at the camps, and essentially, while the prison, while the doctors were experimenting on the Holocaust, well, well the, the the concentration camp uh, imprisoned people, she would correct mm. their scientific errors because she was a high functioning autistic lady, and she had an obsession with science. Where when scientific error and rigor were brought into things, she just mm. completely forgot about everything else in her life. She was also quite young at the time. Mm. Um, and so it ended up with her being essentially adopted by Nazi scientists, which isn't a great look for her, as you might guess. Not the best. Not the best. To be. Um, she was amazing at science, but she became disconnected from the real world to the detriment of everything else, essentially. Um, more and more districts of Rapture began to be affected by the war. Um, uh, a lot of places were brought down. One particular one, Arcadia. Uh, was forced to close business, which is a bar slash sort of hotel, uh, was forced to close business because of the activities of a splicer pagan cult, which is kind of fun. Hmm. Nice. I know, it's getting worse. Um, Eventually, all newspapers were forced to cease publication as Ryan issued Security Order 217, which is just stop publishing things. 
because <laughs> he hates police states. Yep, and now and now stop the media. Stop from the media. Um, and in an act of desperation, Ryan eventually managed to commission a pheromone control, which essentially managed him to give uh, allowed him to control atom addicted citizens by using pheromones and good smell. Oh. Um, so as you can see, the, that's the, not the, how that The works, civil war is progressing well. Well, pheromones are strangely powerful, but they're not just smells. But yeah, I, I'm not saying it doesn't say that they're just smells. I said that because I'm dense as shit because I'm an ape. Um, yeah, we know, but I'm just trying to help you, you little ape. Anyway, with that, we have the incidents of the first game. Interesting. So this is where Bioshock One happens. Is during the middle of the civil war in Rapture. Uh, I might skip over this and be a bit vague with some bits and pieces, just because, for the sake of time, because I can see we're at one and a half hours, and I don't miss to go over two. Um, although <laughs> this is... So this, the game, is like the end, and then there's a very quick sort of wrap-up of bits and pieces. That's about it. Um, so, beginning. The crash. Jack, a passenger on a commercial air flight over the middle of the Atlantic Ocean... Uh, uh, sorry. Over the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, reads a letter attached to a gift from home that begins with, Dear Jack, would you kindly not open until, and then we don't see any more than that, uh, before his plane crashes. Jack awakens in an apparent blackout, finds himself underwater, there's debris and all this sort of stuff. He finds himself the lone survivor and swims towards the lighthouse, which is in sight. Uh, it is a above-surface entry point into Rapture. I was going to make so much fun of this, but then I found out there are actually flights that go over pretty much that exact point and with a bit of flight inaccuracy it's not impossible for them to have crashed there which yeah. is, was it like yeah. a normal and normal normal, normal flight, flight. I, I the one that i saw was from warsaw poland to new york which and it goes over the it same goes over basically that spot and it's like oh that's actually yeah that's not an un impossible flight to go on like yeah impossible shut up um after Jack enters the lighthouse, he descends rapidly using a bathysphere, which is like a little submarine, um, and is told the history through a pre-recorded message by Andrew Ryan. It's the general welcome entry before he lands in a civil war. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Why is there a welcome entry when no one comes from the surface? Well, because they pick people up over time. There are mo people who come over a certain period of time. It just becomes less and less used as they start picking up less and less people. Mm. Okay. And there's yeah, no all the people they were inviting. There's no security at the well, top. Well, Matthew, I don't know if you've forgotten this. They're in the middle of a fucking civil war. And the only people who would find the place is either by sheer luck or people who are going to get in there anyway. Okay, fair enough. Um, they're, also, the main security is the fact that they're 11 fucking hours from the nearest port. <laughs> um, so that's that. Uh, Jack gets into there and there's a little scuffle eventually it ends up with him getting a shortwave radio over which atlas contacts him and reveals to him um that he's been separated from his family by splices so he says that jack needs to find his way to neptune's bounty so that he can uh wait get his family out of a submarine which they're hiding in um jack explores rapture with the guidance of atlas until he discovers the gatherer's garden vending machine containing hypodermic needles being a regular human being and totally reasonable person he injects himself <laughs> found a hypodermic needle in a vending machine um these are of course the stimulants and things that we get throughout the plasmids and such adam <laughs> who the fuck normal person injects themselves with shit da, 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 that's the joke <laughs> <laughs> what it's a video game there's a flashy light it goes inject yourself and you do it you do it and you end up getting 
If a flashy light and an overhead voice says inject yourself, you do it. You just do it. Um, Ryan also discovers him over the cameras, thinks that he's a CIA or RGB spy. RGB? Uh, KGB? KGB. That's the one. I forgot the name. I'm mixing it up with computer parts. Shut up. Um, RGB. Uh, he's a red, green, blue spy. Believing Jack to be a spy, he sends <laughs> splices after him using his pheromone control. Jack, uh, after having another entrance where he was intending to go through, blocked, heads into the medical pavilion and learns more about Rapture and its inhabitants. He picks up some audio diaries, which includes various bits and pieces, and he also starts to experience some psychiatric, psychic hallucinations in which he can see ghostly figures walking around, talking, interacting with each other, which is a side effect of harvested Adam. If Adam is harvested from a human being... Uh, little sister style with the injection needle um it transfers memories from the previous person oh so these little ghostly figures are the memories of whoever he got fucking juiced out of how that stand because you can walk around through them as established it's it's just magic that's fucking i uh, know that's yeah. no that's magic that's called you're seeing necromantic images <laughs> of what used to be there. That's magic. That's magic. That's magic, B. Ma- <laughs> I fucking hate that. Um, later, Jack encounters a big daddy being killed and a splice and now cornering the unguarded little sister. Before Jack can intervene, Tenenbaum bursts in and shoots the splicer with her pistol. Um, she then says that sees that Jack isn't a fucking nuts psycho um, and begs Jack to have mercy on the little sisters. Atlas objects, however, telling Jack that he needs to harvest the atom in order to survive in Rapture. But are two sides here. Um, mm. You can get in the game more atom. It's like a currency you can spend to get upgrades from killing them. But if you save them, you get gifts from Tenabomb and like a better ending. Um, okay. Realistically, it's better to kill them gameplay wise. But if you want a clear conscience, you shouldn't. If you're not a fucking psycho, yeah, so you, uh, you shouldn't you kill sh- the little so girls. So you should save them. That is, uh, and again, good, bad, and middle ending are things in Bioshock. Spoilers. But does what does the canon go on the bad? Good. Does the canon? Which it doesn't actually enemies? matter in the end. All of them result in okay. basically the same thing. Realistically, whether the, the difference know. is whether the main character is involved in it or not. It's good to know my choices don't matter. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, in the in the law, baby. We're talking, but spiritually, in your heart of heart, you know which one you should pick. Mm. You should kill the kill. Don't you should kill the kids. <laughs> you should kill the kids because that's better. Um, for game he eventually play. heads on to Neptune's bounty after this. Neptune's bounty and Smuggler's Hideout is the main docking fishery. He goes through there and talks to a uh, crazy smuggler uh, and takes some photos of what are called spider splices, who are splices who are so far gone that they've essentially been able to climb walls and do acrobatic feats. They're like more horrifying versions of splices. There's a lot of body horror in this game. No. It's bad. No, 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 no. Uh, He discovers a hidden pathway to Smuggler's Hideout, which is where Atlas' family is. He activates a switch, which allows Atlas to enter the hideout. As Atlas approaches the submarine, Ryan intervenes, uh, and after a little bit, blows up the submarine with Atlas' family in it. Because it's a civil war, and none of these people have morals. Uh, Grieving, vengeful Atlas tells Jack that Ryan must now die. (laughs) Of course. Uh, what was your plan? What was your other plan? Yeah, what was your plan? What was your plan to begin with? Yeah. Jack uh, heads to uh, Arcadia, which is the Arboreum and the tree place. I remember what Arcadia is. Arcadia was abandoned uh, because of the cult, but it's also the place where all the vegetation is. 
Um, that's oh. where all the oxygen is. Um, basically, to break it down, there are a lot of game things, like side quests. Like, you get to a place, and they're like, oh, we'll let you through this door once you do some jobs for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this mini side quest is, oh, no, Ryan has put poison onto the trees that are feeding oxygen to him and everyone else. You fucking psychopath. Um, so you have to fix them by using some very cool fertilizer. Hmm. That's about it. Um, he then also finds his way to Fort Frolic, which is the entertainment center. Uh, he then has to fuck around with a crazy actor, uh, killing some people and taking photos of them. Um, what is it with this game and photos? I don't know, because so far you've had to take photos for two distinct arcs, which <coughs> confuses me. Yeah. They just want you to have some evidence. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then eventually he travels on to Hephaestus. It's the name of a god. It's the name of the... the um, Roman god of forging or something like that. Yeah, the Greek god, Greek of, god of forge um, and like metal. I know, work. I can't. I don't know. I know what you mean. Um, Hephaestus. Hephaestus. I don't know how to. It's not. That's not how. Yeah, you I don't know it, how to pronounce I know what you mean. him. Him. I know. Hepatitis. Don't come at hepatitis me. C. I, hepatitis C. Uh, at hepatitis, at hepatitis C. C. Rapture's power production facility. Atlas informs Jack uh, that uh, Ryan Jack Atlas informs Jack the main character, that Ryan has a generic key, genetic key to Rapture. If Ryan, if Jack mm. can get his hands on it, he can shut down the city and they can leave. Um, Ryan's office oh, is locked by an electromagnetic defense mechanism. Luckily, there's notes in a workshop nearby about the fact that some people were building an EMP to get in. What's up? God, Hephaestus. Apparently. That's there you it. go. Don't quote me. That's Google. That's what Google says. So her So they get to her faces. Um, he gets into there, and I would really, really love to do readings of it, but I don't have time. Um, essentially, Ryan makes a big speech about how he come on. No, I, I, the, it, like the quote is really fucking long. Give me uh, the best part. Um. He, he at the very end he's basically cursing atlas and he goes at the very end atlas you can kill me but you will never have my city my strength is not in steel and fire that is what the parasites will never understand a season for all things a time to live a time to die a time to build and a time to destroy and then he sets off the self-destruct mechanism for the city oh nice. nice. he's fucking psychopathic again yeah. He, Wait, did he just say you can kill me, but you'll never kill the city? Yeah, basically. And then he killed and the city. And then he city. just killed the city. <laughs> and you'll never have, no, 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 no. You'll never have the city. Yes. Oh, that's uh, so, a key so again, Oh my God, it's the trees all it's over the again. the trees, precisely. Again, coming back to his thing of, if I can't have it, no one can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should have seen it coming. These, okay. If you haven't stopped listening thus far because of spoilers, because Bioshock 1 game, if you want to play the game and not have a spoiler for like a big thing then this is a point to pause and come back to it later. Can I pause? No, because you're a host. You need to listen in. But what if I really need to pee? I mean, we can pause then. We're just going to need to... What if I really want to just go play the game? We can do that, but... You're just going <laughs> to... Tell us, guy. You're just going to... Okay. Ryan then activates the self-destruct mechanism, sending Atlas into a panic. Uh, with the urging of Atlas, Jack quickly moves to the room just outside of Ryan's office. There, he finds a number of newspaper clippings, notes, and photos attached to the wall and table with the words, Would you kindly, written in large red letters over them. 
Jack also Would you kindly? Jack also finds audio recordings and photos of familiar people, including various photographs of himself. Upon examination, it is revealed that Jack is the illegitimate son of Andrew Ryan and Jasmine Jolene, an exotic dancer. Jolene sold him as an embryo to Fontaine Futuristics, where he was genetically engineered and enhanced by Tenabom and Yu Chong. I've mispronounced that name. And conditioned to respond to the activation phase phrase, would you kindly? To which Atlas has repeatedly used throughout the game whenever Jack has talked about something. At the start, when he picked up the radio with Atlas on the other end, the first line is that we hear from Atlas is, would you kindly pick up the radio? Another bit is that the start of the game, before the game begins, if you remember the letter that he had in the plane before it went down, the exact letter wording of it is, would you kindly not open this letter until these exact coordinates and the item inside the package is a gun. He hijacked the plane and took it to, uh, to uh, Rapture, deliberately going there to intervene in the war. What? Yeah. Nice. See? So that's why he blacked out. And, that's why he blacked yeah. out, because he was being hyper-modified. Yeah. 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 So that's why I say... What? That's why I say spoilers. <laughs> Holy... Yeah, so now if you play Bioshock 1, you'll hear, would you kindly, a lot. And you'll realise that Atlas, essentially, this entire game has been forcing you to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you're a what player, you just follow the little quest marker. You got this brand, yeah, in, yeah. and it's this really interesting blend of metafiction of like, why is the player doing this? He's just sort of being yeah. told to. It's because of the just, yeah, you're just playing the game. Yeah. But it's also because of the character being psych- psychologically conditioned, which is super oh, interesting. That's so, wait, this how did this player? all wait, work which, out? Which Bioshock games are sorry? Bioshock one. Bioshock so how one, did this okay. all work Infinite, out? So you can play separately, so don't stress about that. How one. did the so the embryo got sent away, but how did he get outside so, the zone? So um, it's it's kind of confusing. I didn't really look into it too much because by the time I was writing this, it was three a.m. this morning, and we had a meeting <laughs> at ten a.m. and I needed to go to bed. <laughs> this was literally the last part I wrote. The next part I wrote before it. I don't know why, um, but that's it. I will note. I did. I didn't find out where he got sent. Why he got sent there. But there was a fun tidbit about the fact that he was genetically enhanced from the start. Apparently, as a one-year-old, having, quote, the gross musculature of a 19-year-old and weighing it at 51 pounds or 23 kilos, the average one-year-old weighs about nine kilos. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, So he was a test subject from the beginning, which is one of the other reasons why um, plasmids and other bits and pieces seem to have a bit less of a psychiatric effect on him, although it is still, like, the first week of him using them. Um... But regardless, that is that is a, a feature that we can expect. So, he was built by the side to basically stop the Civil War. It's a bit confusing. It's more like Andrew Ryan just had a kid and they sort of just took the opportunity to make a super soldier. Mm. Mm. Um, why he was kept... I, I think he was kept outside of Rapture to keep him out of the eye of the public. Yeah. And not yeah. like a known figure. Um, or, and also not to have the context of plasmids and hearing people and seeing people and having a chance to grow those memories. Hmm. It was better for him to be a stranger to the entire thing. Also, it's a better player for the... It's all, it is also just yeah. a better player for the video game, yeah. <laughs> um, finally, Jack moves into the foyer of Ryan's office only to find him casually playing golf behind a glass window. Ryan proceeds to explain to Jack his true origins and the real purpose as an assassin, that his family and home never exist in the first place and he was the one who hijacked and crash-landed the plane near the lighthouse. Um, Wait, so... Yes. Wow, so his family and home never... So he was grown up in the Rapture, so he, sent he, out pre- and sent back in. Presumably he's lived in, like, an apartment or something and just been, like, in a or psycho like a, state. 
probably just in a test tube in a, in a lab somewhere. Yeah, precisely. Like it's wild. So uh, this is this is a bit of a twist. Um, yeah. Which is why I say stop listening if you wanted to play it. But you guys are stuck here <laughs> yeah. with me. Yep. Get on, yep, on the ride, are. Bucko. You've already heard three clicks from that metal <laughs> bar that comes down over your head. So we're oh, sitting here. Oh no. Um, Jack. I do have a doctor's appointment in forty-five minutes. I fucking told. So. Uh, yeah, fifteen minutes. I'll be done. <laughs> okay. Cool. Don't worry. We're, we're getting near the end, and I'm I'm gonna again skip over some kind of long quotes. Um, the uh-huh. the essential bits of what he then says is his core belief, Andrew Ryan, which is a uh, a a man chooses a slave obeys, um, and it, it's this sort of. Thing. he's trying to make a big point out of it but we've also got to consider the fact that the player was psychologically conditioned from birth so it's not mm. people are like wow the quote a man chooses a slave obeys give me shivers to this day and i'm sure that if you played through the game and this is all a twist to you it's big but with the context of the fact that he was conditioned from a baby less so yeah i mean yeah. is it is it is it also kind of a meta comment that people who play video games <laughs> Are more sl- are slaves because they just obey what the fuck the game wants them to Entirely do. Entirely possibly. Um, mm. He then uses the phrase "Would you kindly" and orders him around, uh, eventually saying, uh, "Stand, would you kindly?" Run, stop, turn, and does a couple of things, and he obeys all of them. A man chooses a slave obeys, kill, to which then Jack kills him with a golf club. Kills Andrew. Kills Andrew Ryan with a golf club at his own command, nice. at, 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 at Andrew's command. The idea here, I suspect, is that Andrew is realizing that he's backed into a corner and there's not yeah. much else that he can do. And he's just. Do they, going... they turn off the city? I thought the city was still exploding. The city is still exploding, yes. He's going to die anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Um, with, and- with Ryan finally dead, uh, the other thing is you can have it on. You can have my thing out of my cold, dead hands. Literally. Mm hmm. With Ryan finally dead, Atlas' voice come back on the radio. He orders Jack to take, uh, with the phrase, would you kindly, to take Ryan's genetic key from his body and put it in the central control terminal. He have obey- Jack obeys and the self-destruct is averted. Now in control of the city, Fontaine sends out his little security droid that starts to get them all under control. Surely Jack saw that coming. No, it's not Jack. The other, Andrew saw that coming. Mm-hmm. I, what could he do about it? He didn't have a line of communication with uh, Jack. But Andrew could have just Andrew could Andrew was in full control of Jack. He could have stopped him killing him. Yes, but uh, the other thing is that he's also activated the self destruct on the city. And again, I'm saying the cold dead hand. Like you, you can't get what I have. I would rather die than you have my stuff. So he's activated. I mean, yeah, he, but he's still, he still he thinks that the self destruct of the city is going to kill him and everyone else. Yeah, I suspect. Yeah. I don't know why he then has a genetic key and a shutdown thing that's like three rooms away. Yeah, again. We're re- reviewing it from a very story point of view, whereas this is all video game. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, after leading uh, Tenenbaum, so Tenenbaum, he... Jack is saved by a couple of little girl, uh, little sisters who then take him to Tenenbaum's safe house. Tenenbaum then tends to him um, and tries to help him out with the would you kindly command phrase. Um, Tenenbaum sort of removes a little bit of the control from him, and after re- um, Atlas realizes that he's no longer responding to the "could you, would you rather, uh, would you kindly" command phrase, Fontaine uses another phrase which Jack is conditioned to respond to, uh, which is he utters the word phrase "code yellow," which uh, sends Jack Hart to a slow and painful course to eventually stop, because apparently you can psychologically condition someone to have their heart stop when they hear a command phrase. Mm. 
Sure. <laughs> um, I will also say at this point, Atlas has revealed himself to be Fontaine again. So if you remember, Fontaine was the smuggler at the beginning, pretended to die in a shootout. Atlas then became the yep. Civil War leader. He's now yep. back to yeah. being Fontaine. Yeah. Nice. Because he now has control okay. of the city. Yep. Yes. Um, Jack finds his way around, and uh, as this is another mini arc. Uh, basically, Tenabalm says, Oh, I knew the genetic scientists who conditioned you. They might have the keys to your thing in their houses and he ends up finding some antidotes and then can't be psychologically conditioned anymore and his heart stops getting nice. uh so one of the other things is that when he says code yellow the idea is that the heart's an independent organ so it doesn't stop immediately but your your um max health goes down like massively like you just get fucking <laughs> whacked it's weird as um so that's that we're getting nice. we're getting there nearly there fontaine's lair is like the next bit after this after returning to the surface in Point Prometheus, the location where Big Daddies and Little Sisters are made, he sights Fontaine just outside the uh, tower. He, Fontaine taunts Jack and tries to uh, stop him progressing, all while showing off remarkable strength from his splicing. Um, Fontaine retreats to a lair atop Rapture's highest building while sealing the access door and destroying the switch. Tenabalm then convinced Jack to use the Little Sisters to move on in his quest, and as such, he equips a Big Daddy suit and some other chemicals to make it more convincing. Jack then makes his way through the proving grounds with the escort of a little sister. The little sister is used to go through little doorways and open things for him to let him get through. So it adds another layer to the gameplay of like an escort mission. Uh, Jack arrives with the thing takes uh, and takes the little needle's extraction needle because apparently he needs that to defeat Fontaine because Fontaine is so jacked up on Adam that he's now gone insane. As the yeah. elevator carries Jack towards his final destination, Fontaine recounts their short history. When Jack emerges from the elevator, he finds Fontaine strapped to a metal device with several large chews of Adam pulsing straight into his body, no longer recognizably human. He's now... He's just fucking Bane. Yeah, it is. It's, it literally is Bane. If you look at the he's thing, just... he turns... He doesn't turn, like... He turns way muscularly, like Blaine. Blaine. The, the, like David Blaine. These headphones are way more sound cancelling than I'm used to, and I can barely hear my own voice. So it's it's like, David Blaine. <laughs> like Bane, he gets super muscly, but he also turns fucking bronze. I don't understand it. Wait, what? So uh, it's actually really hard to find a photo of him. But if you go Fontaine Final Fight, there's YouTube videos of it. Mm. Frank Fontaine Final. Anyway, um, basically the fight continues with. Fontaine throwing ice, electric skin, and a bunch of other plasmid attacks. Um, as Jack battles him, he attacks and damages him. Fontaine repeatedly goes back to the atom injecting device. And as Fontaine splices, Jack repeatedly pulls the atom out of him by using the needle. So it's basically like a fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um, of like so he's got like the. Is he got like orange blood? I'm, yeah, sure. He's got he's got atom in him. He looks fucking insane. He does look insane. Yes. Um, fortunately, he's weakened so much from the loss of Adam that he uh, actually lets the little sisters... Uh, little sisters can swarm from the vents nearby and swarm him and just yank all his Adam out of him. So basically, at the very end of the fight, the final finishing blow is that all the little sisters crawl out of the vent and just get a bunch of needles. And just... Fuck yeah. You know what? Good on them. They're the, they're the biggest victim they here. They are definitely the biggest victim here. <laughs> Depending on Jack's actions toward Little Sisters, there are three possible endings to Bioshock. You just beat the final boss. Here we go. Bad ending. If the player killed multiple Little Sisters, Tenabalm states that Jack has succumbed to his lust for Adam, snatches the nearest Little system where, Sister when Fontaine is dead. Tenabalm begins to monologue where she discuss, 
uh, discusses how disgusted she is with Jack Fleur's cruelty, implying that he killed the little sisters. At the same time, a cutscene begins in which a naval submarine surveying the downed plane sites, uh, downed plane crash, which is the one that Jack crashed in, wreckage, uh, is now surrounded by bathysphere pods, which pop up the little submarines. Um, as the sailors on the submarine's deck gawk at the little submarines, um, splices jump out of them and start to attack them. Splices slaughter the submarine crew and the camera shows what appears to be a nuclear warhead on board. Don't know why the oh, fuck fun. they had that. That's fun. Sad ending. If the player chooses both to save and harvest several little sisters, this ending will be the same as the evil ending, but Tenenbaum's narration is more sad than it is angry. <laughs> I'm not ang- I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed, which is mm. worse, which is way worse. Yeah. Good ending. If the game during the game the player rescued all the little sisters, a cutscene plays in which Jack is offered to control Rapture by using Gen- Fontaine's genetic key, but declines. Instead, he takes five little sisters back to the surface and raises them, allowing them to have full normal lives. When Jack eventually dies of old age, he is now fully grown girls to comfort him by his bedside, becoming the family that Jack never actually had. Oh, it's a really nice ending. That's a re- that's really different on the different spectrum. Very hardcore. Endings. A nice, very nice ending. Yeah. So after that, um, we've got a little bit of a bit of Rapture's metamorphosis. Jack's influence became less direct on Rapture, and Tenenbaum soon left after him with the remaining little sisters. Uh, with the removers of gatherers, so the the little sisters, it would have a chaotic effect on the city's denizens. Many of them went with major atom withdrawal. Um, and with the genetic material being coming even harder to find, splices became more violent, unbalanced, and monstrous due to very severe atom withdrawal. So their chaotic stem cells went even more chaotic. During this period of great turmoil, an old political advi- uh, adversary of Andrew Ryan, Dr. Sophia Lamb, took control of the city. She started recruiting more and more splices through her rapture family and cult she created with architect-turned-preacher Simon Wales with bold promises of security, deliverance, and eternal life. So Sophia Lamb has also gone insane. Right, yeah, makes sense. Has anyone not insane in the city? No, no, they are fucking 30,000 feet under the sea, baby. They are absolutely bonked. That makes sense. Like, they are... Everyone who goes down there is insane in some way or another. Mm -hmm. Bonk, go to sea jail. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So she revived the protector and gatherer programs. Um, so the big daddies and little sisters. Uh, he used. They made new types of big daddies, and they also made big sisters, which were adolescent little sisters that were too old to carry out their function. They are fucking horrifying because they're like big daddies, but like more like spidery and like um, thin limbs and long arms with like spikes and stuff. Mm. Yeah, they and like if you look at photos of them, they all look super blurry because they're like just horrifying. Um, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Uh, Lamb used the opportunity to create an army of big sisters to enforce her rule and establish fear in the minds of splices that were not already devoted to her in order to create the first utopian, which was their idea of the next thing. That's what uh, her aim was with Rapture. Uh, Lamb and Alexander conducted new experiments based on Jack's mental conditioning. Alexander agreed to be the subject of the operation and would combine the entire collective genius of Rapture via atom infusion because... During the last seven years, they've gathered Adam off a bunch of the smart citizens, and as we know, memories are infused, so brains. So if you just take a fuckload of Adam from every citizen in the city, you got all the memories. You're going to have a super brain. He knew that that would uh, m- make him super um, mutated, but um, it didn't work. He basically just turned insane and in- then into a giant meat baby. It's really weird. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. Like if you search, the fuck. If you search up, uh, I think it's. 
What's his name? Oh my god, it's like Alexander the Great. Yeah, the, yeah, the Greek, the Greek. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Like that, that's, that's what they call it. Yeah. I think it's Alexander the Great. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. If you, oh um, God, that is exactly what it is. Yeah, it's oh, a giant Lord, meat baby. Gil Alexander. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What the fuck? That is horrifying. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so that's fun. Uh, deserted by Lamb, he was left abandoned in Fontaine Futuristics Laboratory, although he could still control it all through electronics. Um, yeah, so that's that. Then Sea of Dreams, very quickly, there's something in the sea is like a, a an alternate reality game that they had going for um, a little bit of uh, Bioshock 2. Mm-hmm. As Adam was running short in Rapture, Lamb used the new big sisters to, create, to kidnap girls from the surface to create new little sisters in order to create genetic material. Um, basically they just started sending the big sisters out to the entire coast and would just take them from everywhere. Um, there was a guy, Mark Meltzer, who ended up, uh, finding the similarities between them and ended up having his own daughter kidnapped. Um, eventually he managed to find his way to, uh, Neptune by taking a boat trip and with some clues from a guy who had been interested in the vanishing years earlier. However, as he approached his final destination, the boat was attacked by splices. The crew was slaughtered and the boat was left adrift. Mark entered the lighthouse, finally reaching Rapture using a bathysphere. Meanwhile, in Rapture, Eleanor was kept in a sedated state by her mother, which was Eleanor Lamb, the daughter of Sophia Lamb, mm-hmm. was kept in a sedated state by her mother so that genetic experiments could finally succeed. Dreaming of the surface and her lost big daddy, Eleanor still maintained some mental link to the new little sisters. Using the girls as intermediates, Eleanor contacted Tenabom, who had used Rapture for the last eight years. So basically... Little daughter of Sophia Lamb is connected mentally to all the big sisters and is using them to send a message to Tenabarm, the lady who was saving little sisters, to say, hey, come help me. She then comes back down um, to Rapture because everyone who goes to Rapture is insane or stupid. And with the help of Tenabarm and the little sisters, Eleanor reconfigured a disused Vita chamber in order to resurrect her bonded big daddy, the prototype of Subject Alpha. Vita chambers are in the game as, like, revitalization stations. They give you, like, a pep and vigor. But for you and for um, Andrew Ryan, they're actually revival stations. They use a combination of uh, atom, uh, quantum entanglement, and some other fucking bullshit to revive you every time you die. (laughs) So that's the game's respawn system, is every time you die, you back up into that. And the reason why you revive is because you are Andrew Ryan's son. So you have the same right, genetic yeah. material as him. So the game, so the sensors around the place go, oh, Andrew Ryan dead. Give me DNA. Make me yeah, Andrew Ryan. correct. Because they have fucking magic. Yes. And they're going, oh, if they say, if they say the words quantum tunneling, people go, oh, wow, that's complicated, but it's sciencey. So obviously uh, they thought sense, about yeah. this. Quantum no, that's fucking magic. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. Very quick. Bioshock 2. Uh, in the middle of the chaos, Subject Delta, the first big daddy to have been successfully pair-bonded, is resurrected by a Vita chamber and struggles to adapt to the current state of affairs. Searching for Eleanor Lamb, the little sister who was bonded with before death, Delta confronts Sophia Lamb, to whom Eleanor is also of great interest. In his journey, he encounters... What? Tenab- what? So he's resur- How is he resurrected? Because they reconfigured the Vita chamber to work with him. Because he's their best okay, chance to sense. save Eleanor. That makes sense. Okay, that was the, that's the payoff for earlier where we told like how did he die? Right. That's what I was okay, saying. Who cool. was, so this was this was the protagonist from which one? Sorry, Bioshock Two. Bioshock Two. So Bioshock two he was right. mentioned in the lore because he was one of the first big daddies to ever be created. Right. 
but he got and then shot you play as Ellen, him. Yeah, because he got shot he, by Sophia Lamb when she was taking her daughter back off him. Right. He was the diver yeah. who just randomly got yeah randomly yeah got Johnny him, Topside. Yeah. Um. So yes, that's not his real name. I know, but yes. So uh, Eleanor then realizes that Sophia, her mum, is going insane and finds a way to resurrect her uh, her protector, Big Daddy, with the help of Tenabarm. And then that's Bioshock 2. There's a lot of details in the story. I'm not going to go into it. It has the same lore. It's just like 10 years later. Yeah, fair. Um, So basically that's Bioshock 2. Unfortunately, it's not like meaty lore enough. I could talk about the storyline, but that's not really what we're here for. It's just the fact that the Bioshock 1 is like in the middle of the Civil War. So it is very much in part of the ongoing thing. It's not like there's the backstory and here's this. It's, yeah. So that's that. Um, after Bioshock 2, nothing's really known about the ultimate fate of Rapture and the remaining survivors since the events of 1968, which is when Bioshock 2 takes place, which is, if you remember, 1946 is when they first went down. So it is 22 years later. So that's about how long it lasted. And that's even extending it because by the time it's Bioshock 2, Eleanor and Sophia, like Sophia Lamb is in charge of a crazy horde of psychos. So, yeah. Rip the psychology. Yeah. Um, by the 1980s, an American television channel, PHE, broadcast a two-part episode from uh, of Fact from Myth titled Rapture, a modern-day Atlantis, centered around two pieces of uh, a few pieces of evidence and stories of the city's existence. Uh, Rapture remained undiscovered by the rest of the world, at least by the time of the documentary, and possibly to this day. There's more to get into with uh, some future stuff that's introduced in Bioshock Infinite, although that involves multiple timelines. There's some very weird shit going on. I'll leave that for later. They are all in the Fair same enough. continuum. But that's Bioshock, baby. That's 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 what went down. As you can see, trapping a bunch of people very deep under the sea with very little interaction and very, very hardcore drugs. It's not great. It's not a great idea before they had fucking magic slugs, but after they got magic slugs, it even got even fucking worse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the people who couldn't see the fact that they needed social programs and the fact that, like, step one, they had the workers down there and they're like, oh, yeah, you guys are here and we can't really let you leave. Gosh, um, so you guys are going to have to stay here. Don't have jobs for you. You can chill in this hotel, though. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. It's like, okay. It's like hotel quarantine. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's easy. But for 13 years. Yep. Yeah, it's a bit of an oof. And then magic slugs. Magic slugs. So yeah. Yeah, lovely. I fucking hate it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I can present something new for you to hate every week. Yeah, it's excellent. Why do you bring so much hate to my life? Because it's funny. Because I, I, I literally sometimes will be like, oh, I think, I think this game has lore, and then I'll flick open the wiki and be like, oh, 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 you shouldn't have. Oh, you spoil me, game developer. Oh, story writers, you do too. You do me too well. I keep meaning to go back to books, but I'm also like comics oh, are really good. Are... Yeah, yeah, and think about all the books that I want to do. Either like the problem is one, people don't know them because they're not good, and two, there's no wiki, so I have mm. to do it by oh, hand. Oh yeah, and, there's and one book that I've been looking at for a very long notes. time, and it's like, oh no, three book series. I don't want to have to read that. I don't want to be the only expert in the world who knows the entire lore of this world. <laughs> uh, I am the expert. The weight of knowledge. Oh. Exactly, you know? Then yeah, I have to... Yeah. Up- it's my responsibility to update the wiki after I write the episode, you know? <laughs> it's literally... You become the lore keeper. 
it's my responsibility to update, to make the wiki and update. Well, it, we're, by spreading our knowledge, we are allowing our listeners to become law keepers themselves. Exactly. Yeah, you keep the law yeah. with us now. You guys are now law keepers with us. I like. I like the law that. keepers. The law become, keepers become yeah. a become a keeper of the law. Keep yes. keep the law with us and don't lose it. If you do, and well, did you remember and your? Remember. Fu- I'm not turning the car around. Did you remember your law? I swear to God, did if you, you forgot it? it, I'm. The flight is in an hour. I swear to God. We're not gonna make the flight if you don't have the have the law. And no, we're not stopping you. We you can should've pick gone before some you up went. in Miami. I swear to God. You should have. We should. Why am I going to you Miami? Right pissed now. before you before the episode. You should have pissed before the episode. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm talking to Jude here now. Shush. <laughs> he did. He did. He's a very responsible I young. Remember, boy. I need to pee. <laughs> Dude always needs to pee. But you know what you should be doing. Uh, you should go to our, our at Living by the Law on Facebook and on Twitter and join us. Join us at Living by the Law if you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, that's where we. That's where you can find all the updates about everything we do here, everything you that gets down. Uh, we post like stuff when the episode goes out. We post some memes sometimes. We basically just keep you updated. We just chat. You know? We yep. keep the law with you. You keep the law with us. We keep the law with you. You know that's keep how the law works. in your heart. Exactly. In your soul, in your heart. Write a fucking review on iTunes. And we should write a review on iTunes. That is, that is. Review now or else I will big daddy your, you with plasmids. Can I, can I, would you kindly go to iTunes and write a five star review? That's such a bit of goof. I know, I know. (laughs) I was waiting for this for a long time. Would you kindly go to iTunes and write a five star review because you love this podcast. You know, you know, if you got to hear, you loved it. That's yeah, yeah. Mm. He's stuck through all this shit. <laughs> and um, we we have a no official saying what it is, but we have a interesting fun episode coming. Yeah, next time. we're becoming good podcasters yeah. next episode. We're becoming. I I'll be happy to take on the title of a real podcast in the next episode because I've done. Also, watch out our watch our Facebook page because we might be doing a bit of live stuff. We're, we're just we're, we're testing out. We'll see. We're, by the time this is up, by the time this is by the time this is up, we might have already done one. We'll see. Are you kidding yeah. me? You know we'll when see. this is okay. going out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, thank you for listening. And um, good night. Good. You go, you're going to say something? <laughs> Safe travels. Goodbye. Would you kindly leave uh, my house? <laughs> please. Please. Would you kindly shut the door on the way please, out? Please. There's it's so much dra- water coming it's in. A bit, it's a bit drafty. <laughs> and remember... That's Ken. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Love your law keepers. Get out of here. Get out of here. Would you kind? Of? Get out. <laughs> I reckon it'll stick, man. I reckon, I reckon no, we can get you. it to stick. I like. If there's a forcing a meme. Is, uh, <laughs> Do the worst. Thank you for listening to Living by the Law. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends. The link is in the description. And thank you in advance. Also. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Living by the Law to keep updated on all the latest about our podcast. We have been and always will be Living by the Law. Thank you for your company and good night.